So get us underway here on girlsplayfooty.com. Here's Matthew Cox. Thank you very much, Peter Holden, O'Brien and Downey to get us underway in the middle here at Preston City Oval. The umpire thumps it into the turf, favours O'Brien. She wins the tap straight to the deck. Carrick trying to feed the ball out. She's all wrapped up and the umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. Still inside the centre circle, which is just favouring the outer side of the centre square due to the muddy cricket pitch here at Preston City Oval. Downey gets the tap, muggers. Win the clearance, though. Go towards centre-half forward. Went over the top of the head there of Stevenson. Picked up, though, on the half volley. And a kick now inside attacking 50 from Barry. Contest there from Anderson. Came off hands to pound. Pound around the body. Ball bouncing in the pocket on the broadcast side. Muggers going after it and then hold it up. Pops out the back of the pack. Moorcroft in there for the Creekers. Just gets boot to ball. High kick in the Hicks direction. Close to the boundary line. Ashmore goes in for the punch. Brought the ball to ground. Hicks paddles it along. Creekers trying to get a clear... Quick kick away, Pound emerges with the footy, sets it up to the top of the goal square. Anderson getting back though, Diamond Creek, down he goes to ground, picked up from O'Mahony. Kick across the face of goal is a minor score. Yeah, uh, umpires bring their whistle today or <laughs> leave it in the kit day? Let it go early, that's what I like to see. 27, yeah, Anderson according to our AFL Victoria media guide. Got that big book that feels like a phone book. <laughs> they still produce those. Yeah, they do. Um, candy doorstopper at home as well, just quietly. As the <laughs> adult is to bring the ball back into play. Gets on the right boot. Goes out towards the uh, outer side crap. of the ground. Mark taken out there. Hey, now it's going to switch around. Has Louise Stevenson on short. Who drops in the hole and takes the oh. mark. Plays on. Dances around her opponent. Gets on the oh. left and hits the woodwork. There's not much urgency, is there, from either side? They're kind of just, just jogging along at the moment. I don't think anyone's out their coffee yet. Two behinds to oh. Melbourne Uni. The umpire said had to wait for the flags. So Lucky two behinds, up. Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek yet to score. Minute gone in this first term. And this quarter, all thanks to the Muggers' rebranded sponsor, JealousCraig.com.au. Something you had to learn during the week, the yep. short kick. Oh, oh yeah. went up straight over the top of the head there of Moorcroft. Opens up an opportunity for the Muggers. Blackburn hovering, can't collect. Still ends up in the hands. Richmond just gets boots a ball in defence. Carney coming through. Got stripped of the footy. Goes back in after it. Socket off the ground. Blackburn scoops it up. Handball out wide. Ashmore, close to the boundary line on the broadcast side, handball back into Blackburn, she tries to set it to the footy it's a wide kick but still pays off Stevens takes the mark, half forward flank broadcast side, sends it in towards the hot spot, good spool there from Williams, brought the ball to ground but it ended up in the hands of O'Brien, a kick out wide though, bouncing ball, Bernardi getting back for Diamond Creek, should scoop it up under pressure now from Stevenson, has to double back, looks for an option a chip kick over the top goes over the boundary line and out of play front of Smith. It was a really odd kick out because you had Ashmore, Blackburn and Berry all standing in the one spot. That is not the people you want the ball in the hands of. Bailey Hunt with the football decides to go backwards to centre wing and taking the mark is Nicole Hildebrand. Comes back in board. Got to be good with the kick. Finds Kerrick. Kerrick centre wing. Now just walks into the centre square area. Gets on the left. Driving forward in towards the forward line. Too much juice on the kick. Ashmore tries to pick it up. Couldn't do so. Hicks went with her. Picked off by Blackburn who shrugged off. Gullen Blackburn goes for goal and gets it. 
30 out directly in front. Ellie Blackburn has her first, and the Muggers go to 1 2 8. Diamond Creek get the score for jealouscraig.com.au. And on special comments today, Christy Williams. There is no urgency from the Creekers whatsoever. That was brilliant play by Ellie Blackburn. It really was. And it brings a smile to my face, that kind of football. But where are the, what are the Creekers doing? Do they, need the, do they need a coffee run? What I like early from the Muggers is they're really taking the game on. They are. They're looking attacking and have all three scoring shots so far. One, two, eight, the Muggers, Diamond Creek yet to score. And you and you pick those up when you run with conviction and when you run with purpose. You it doesn't it's not the fall of the ball, it's you're making your own luck. And that's there was only one person that wanted that football then and that was Ellie Blackburn and, and it she finished it off with I think she's got a lot more polished as the uh, the years have gone on as well. As the ball makes its way back to the middle here at Preston City Oval, round 12 VFL women's action here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Back underway in the middle, O'Brien with the tap straight to Williams, kicks it towards the centre wing on the outer side. Bouncing ball, it's collected here by Coburn. Under pressure though, she was stripped to the footy and it works out in favour of the Muggers. Handball now back to Blackburn, sends it over the top to her teammate who kicks it up towards the half-forward flank on the outer side. Ball goes over the boundary line and out of play. We'll get it thrown in outer half forward flank for the Muggers who are controlling play here at the moment. Wait for the play to be set and Downey versus O'Brien in this contest back in the play, one by O'Brien picked off there, quick little hand pass outside by Deepatoli, tried to find Weems, couldn't do so, ball spilled out to Blackburn Blackburn with another possession, goes to the hand pass, was working it wide to find Alicia Eva, couldn't get there, Deepatoli turned it inside out, kicked over further up the line, about 20 metres, but it was intercepted by Hildebrand. What a hook on the kick, though, putting Carney under pressure and was spoiled, brought the ground. Kiochi just kicks it off the carpet inside the forward line. Having to dance around a few is uh, the player in Brazali. Gave the hand pass off to a running teammate who got caught by Hildebrand. Stevens there with support, gave off for the hand pass. Bailey draws the player, gets it across to Carney, goes for the run, gets on the right boot, got to be good with the kick. Just through the hands there of Stevenson, who couldn't control it. Richmond coming afterwards. That was Stevenson. The umpire said it was fair. Ashmore picked it up, went for a run on the right boot. It's a wobbly old kick towards the half-forward flank position. Ball got spilled free on the ground. Wilson tried to pick it up, couldn't do so. Berry gets caught straight away. Got it out to O'Mahony. O'Mahony dropped the ball. Umpire caught play on. In goes Carney. Can't extract it. Barton ties her up. And the umpire calls for a ball up. There's a whistle. Surely the umpire <laughs> throwed away the whistle and you love it. <laughs> well, you do want to see good work rewarded, though, is the other thing. Ball went through the hands of Barden, had to try and follow it up but ball emerges now with Carrick got a kick around her body, Stevenson collects gets a kick inside, attacking 50 for the Muggers, almost a mark, not taken, Omahomini hovering, but he gets called for a scoop and it'll be a free kick going the way of Diamond Creek and to take it will be Coburn half back flank, broadcast side Diamond Creek trailing by eight points here in the first term at Preston City Oval. The kick, poor. Berry takes the mark for the Muggers. Half forward flank, broadcast sign, kick inside, attacking 50, looking for Anderson. Went over the top of her head, but there's a hold. Which way is it going to go? Yeah, It'll just, go the way of the Muggers. She, she just got uh, Moorcroft just putting her hands up and just disgust, but she did put her hands on the shoulders, so it was pretty pretty soft and unnecessary, it, it, but it, it was there. It was a little trippy because Anderson just spread her arms yeah. out, so Moorcroft had to hold him to get him out of the way, and right in front of the umpire, unfortunately. <laughs> Anderson comes in. Orange boots on this morning. Right foot kick is to the right. Another minor score for the Muggers. 
They are 139, Diamond Creek yet to score here in the first term on girlsplayfooty.com radio. We're still seeing an urgency from Diamond Creek. There's no, there doesn't look like there's a will to get the ball, and they're not talking to each other as well, which the defence is getting a bit muddled in that respect. At heart, just looking for some options towards the grandstand side, then decides to go towards the high street side of the ground, kicks it long towards a pack. O'Brien made a contest, ball hit the ground, pushed her opponent off the ball, and the umpire said, that's a bit too high. Kiyotchi wanted to take the advantage. The umpire said, you can't, and the ball has to come back. And uh, just having it there by the look of it, I think Stipatali. Just looking further afield for some options. Decides to play on after the umpire said you got the hurry up and close towards the boundary line. And unfortunately, bad with a kick. It's out of bounds on the full. And a chance here, I think, for Hunt to bring it back in for the Muggers. Far side of the ground from our commentary position. Gets on the right. Drives inside 50. Got to be good with the kick. Carrick was up there. Ball spilled free. Carney tried to kick it round the court. Did our kick, pardon me, from Blackburn to Carney. It was directly in front, 30 metres out. Had no problems at all. Put that one through. It was pounded Carney. Carney from 30 metres out just dropped it through. And all of a sudden, Melbourne Uni just opening up a nice little gap. 2 3 15. Diamond Creek yet to score. And uh, Christy Williams, I think Diamond Creek maybe once had been inside their forward 50. <laughs> if I don't that. Know what's, uh, they're just witches out there at the moment. I don't know, it sounds harsh, but they're just standing there. And Carney's not a noted goal scorer. She had about 10 acres of space out there. It's just. It's, yeah, a, it's a bit staggering. I'm not sure what's going on. But both goals are coming from in the hole, 30 out directly in front. With, with, with no direct opponent. From the running players as well, Carney and Blackburn. And they get another clearance here. The Muggers, high kick towards Ashmore. Just lost it in the sun, but beat out Hicks in the contest. Looping handball over the top, looking for Stevenson. Fell at her shins. Moorcroft mops up. Fends off the tackler. Looks for Kiochi. Gets bumped off the footy by Carney. Carney tries to get the handball away, but she threw it out of the contest. And a free kick will go the way of Diamond Creek. Defensive side of centre wing. Coburn, oh, it's a dodgy kick. Picked up on the half, falling now by Blackburn over the top to Ashmore in space. 55 out from goal, kicking towards the pocket, bouncing ball. Creek is getting back though on the last line of defence. Looping handball over the top, looking for Smith. Omahoney did well to hold it up. Draps the ball in, tried to feed the handball out to Ashmore. Hicks on her hammer, wraps the ball up. And the umpire should call for it and says holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of the Muggers. Interesting. And it will be Ashmore to take it 50 from goal. Right up against the boundary line. We'll be looking to try and centre it. Anderson just backing back to the goal square to get some space on Richmond. Wanting to lead to space. Put it high in the air. Making a contest is pound. Ball brought to ground. In goes Carney. Picks it up but gets spun around. Shrugged the tackle. Hand pass back to O'Mahony. Went right then went left. Had to try and get rid of it. Got it back to Eva. Got the hand pass going across the pound. Pound towards the top of the goal square. Anderson did a little bit of shepherding work. Ball out the back. Will it be escorted through? No. It's kept in play by Bromley. And then Bromley gets caught in the pocket, ball spills free pressure's still on, can they keep it in? No they can't, ball goes out What on earth is Diamond Creek doing? <laughs> and look how can, there's so much congestion in the forward 50, it's, this is worrying <laughs> No one forward of centre at the moment for Diamond Creek, ball comes back into play, Ashmore collects, looks for the handball over the top to Stevenson Tracking backwards for the Muggers. Goes back to Blackburn at centre-half forward. Kick in towards the pocket. Now it's a bouncing ball out there in front of Wilson. Got wrapped up. Richmond coming in for support. Pound arrives for the Muggers.
Sees the ball over the boundary line and out of play. If you're doing fast facts, you'd say for for the record, Diamond Creek do not like curtain raiser games. The last <laughs> one they had it was against Darabin, where they got smashed in the first quarter at Coburg in round two. As it's thrown back into play, Downey with the tap. O'Mahony looking for the footy close to the boundary line again, and it will go over the line. Boundary throw-in, 45 around from the Muggers' goal on the broadcast side. They lead by 15 points halfway through the first term here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Brought back into play, Stevenson doing the contest, tapped it down, Dylan looking for the footy, pushed back over the boundary line and out of play. It's nine inside 50s already to uh, the Muggers and only one for Diamond Creek. Like on the microphone here and wanting us the barbecue's got bacon and egg sandwiches, so we, I just won't leave you too. No, no. <laughs> the ball is thrown back into play, Downey brought the ball to ground. Big tackle laid on there by uh, Kristen Hay. Ball spilled free for Williams though of Diamond Creek. Kicked about 20 metres up the ground. McIntosh overran it. Picked off by Pound. Pound had no one to hand pass to. Cameron came to try and meet the football but she scored it over the boundary line and out of bounds under pressure from Blankburn. Just looking at the way they were sitting up then if Cameron had got, got uh, collected it cleanly there was no one to kick it to Daddy, forward of centre. 15 point lead to Melbourne Uni. Only 15 minute mark of this uh, first term here on girlsplayfooty.com radio ball is thrown back into play, Downey won the contest brought the ball to ground, Weems tried to go in and pick it up, Kears pushes someone off the football and the umpire comes in and calls for a ball up just as Amelia Barton received it so we'll go again, throw it up in the air, Downey Good body work, wins it, double-fisted tap, and it was straight down to Blackburn. Blackburn put it on the right, towards the half-fourth flank position. Carney comes out to meet it. Kiyochi got it all wrapped up, throws her into the ground. That's, says that's, no what, what, that's what she needs to do. She needs to do a lot more of that today, Kiyochi, I think. As it's thrown back into the air, 55 out from goal for the Muggers. The tap favours Ibrahim, who's wrapped up straight away from Williams. Able to get the handball away, though, to Berry. Three ball on the deck. Hay going in after it. Feeds the handball out to Stevens, who runs to centre half forward. Now a kick inside 50. Bouncing ball. Anderson wrapped up from Richmond. Got stripped to the footy. And the umpire said it was an incorrect disposal. The free kick to go the way of Richmond in defence for Diamond Creek. It almost feels like Kiyochi, she's, she's a lovely person. It's like someone needs to give her the old angry pills. Come on, get angry. You know, show something as the captain. And needs, that needs earlier tackle against... Needs to take the game by the scruff of the neck. Exactly. That, that, that tackle against Carney is what you want to see from her absolutely. all day. Just absolutely, you know, show some pressure, show some... Accountability. Exactly. As the ball is on the outer side of the ground, he was totally trying to pick it up, couldn't do so. Out there is Amelia Barton as well. She's watching on. Ball spilled free out of the pack. O'Mahoney there as well. She shoves over her opponent. Alicia Eva can't get onto it. Deeper Tolly now picks it up. Got the kick, which was a little grubber along the ground and ba- pardon me Bailey Hunt sees it over with Bernardi on her hammer and we'll throw it in on centre wing on the outer side of the ground 15 minutes gone first term 2-3-15 leads no score ball back into play Williams up at the contest the umpire's blown the whistle and said there was a ruck infringement and it's going the way of the Creekers opportunity to attack for Diamond Creek looking for options Dylan inboard ignored Instead, they decide to go up along the boundary line. And a mark taken out wide by Coburn. Attacking side of centre wing here at Preston City Oval on the outer side. Goes high towards the half-forward flank. Downey flew, couldn't take the mark. Ball on the deck, collected by the Muggers. And they've got three players on the broadcast side. One of them's Kerrick. She takes the mark on the half-back flank. Kiochi coming. Bumped her as she got rid of the footy. Kick up towards Ashmore, went past her. And Hicks sees the ball over the boundary line and out of play in front of the Diamond Creek interchange bench. We'll get a throw in, centre wing, broadcast side. It's the Muggers by 15 points. 
Umpire to throw the ball back in the play. Not too far away from our broadcast position. Back in it goes. Williamson behind won the contest. But once again, Blackburn rakes up another possession. Gets it to Kerry. Gets it to Blackburn. Blackburn on the right boot going further up the line. Looking in the Ashmore direction. Nearly outmarked by Hicks. Couldn't quite hang on to it. Sees the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds. So we'll reset ourselves for another contest. It's going to be Kiss versus Downey. You can hear the uh, coaches <laughs> calling from the boundary line as it's back into play. Downey won it to Williams. Back to Downey. Oh, that was one-handed. Umpire missed it. Ball spill free to uh, Barton. It got a kick away while being brought down to ground. Goes in the direction of uh, Cameron. McIntosh going with her. Ball on the ground. Slapped away by Kirsten Hay. Winner O'Mahony. Coburn is there. Hay tries to pick it up. Lost it. Dropped it. Got it back again. Williams on a hammer. Ball still on the ground. Centre half forward to Melbourne Uni. O'Mahony gets out a quick little hand pass. Had to be good. Got it to Alicia Evo. Swung around on the left. Was looking in the Stevenson direction, trying to go for it, Moorcroft one-handed, lost it, then dealt with her opponent the umpire said it was holding, and Louise Stevenson ends up with a free kick just inside 50. 45 out from goal for the Muggers they lead by 15 points and Stevenson going back on the mark, looking like she was going to take the (laughs) shot long way from home she's going to load it up and goes long contest mark is taken and that looks like it's Ashmore that's taken it that is a bit on Ashmore-like, but it's a beautiful grab. Couldn't pick her out because she's not wearing the long sleeves this morning, <laughs> which has been a feature. Common, common feature over the last couple I, of I weeks. I think she heard my rule about sun's out, guns out from last <laughs> week. <laughs> Ashmore. Woman on the mark, about 10 metres out. Nice-looking drop punt off the boot. Uh, and yeah. is it a goal? <laughs> not much fanfare. <laughs> And as she signals a goal, well, everyone's waiting for the flags. It, it's what? Is it a goal? Or it is a goal. A goal. There we go. That, that is <laughs> the most unenthusiastic goal umpire I've ever seen. Unlike her celebrations after her goal last week at Tin Alley, there wasn't much going on there for Caitlin Ashmore's first of the day. I, I've heard of the goal umpire doing a bit of drama, running all the way to one side of the boundary line, then running all the way back just to make you second guess. But that one, everyone was standing around having to wait for the flags come, was it or wasn't it? <laughs> three, it's three, surreal. 3 3 21 at the Muggers. Diamond Creek, no score. Late stages, first term here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Umpire throws the ball up in the air. Kiss wins out in the contest. Downey took it away. They gave the hand pass off the Kiyochi. Got it on the left boot towards centre half forward. Trying to do a bit of muscle work there is Barton. Just threw her opponent off the ball and Stevens went back and got it again. And then jumping over the top of her was Hilda Brand. And the umpire calls for a ball up on special comments. Christy Williams. <laughs> the umpires just, they were all, they've made a collective decision to put their whistles in their bags. Umpire throws the ball up in the air again. Downey wins the t- Got it across to her teammate in Brazali who kicked it around the corner, looking in the camera direction. Being good as McIntosh got front position. Hand pass away, puts it into space. Waiting for it is Kerrigan. She can get onto it. Kiss picks up the football under pressure from Cameron. Trying to get across to Stevens who ducked her head. Umpire said no, it was high. Cameron not happy about that. Stevens gets on quickly, gets it on the left boot to Bailey Hunt. Hunt takes the mark and she's got the ball at centre half back. Ibrahim in space. Defensive sign of centre wing. That's the direction she goes to. Oh, couldn't take the mark cleanly. Time to mop up. Kick around the body and a mark will be taken. Centre wing on the outer side by the Muggers. Look to come inboard. Kirsten Hay to take the mark. Sorry, Kristen Hay takes the mark. Kicks it inside. Attacking 50. Looking for Stevenson. Bounced once. Burkhoff put her under pressure. Goes back in after it. She's wrapped up by Blackburn. Ball spills free. And it's holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of the Muggers. Blackburn to take a shot on goal. 40 
out from goal on a 45 degree angle. What I liked then was Stevenson lost the ball. Instead of going back to the contest, she looked around and saw Blackburn was coming and said, I'm just going to peel off so if Blackburn does win the contest, I'm free to run to goal. Which she invariably does 90% of the time. She's a backing a, she's backing a distance in here. I think uh, she's a big kick player. She is. She is. Already has one goal this morning. Ellie Blackburn comes in for the Muggers. Right foot kick coming oh. back. Oh, I think it's there. And Peter Holden doing the goal umpiring up here in the broadcast box says all clear. Score 3.27, the Muggers. Diamond Creek yet to score here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Meanwhile, the other goal umpire has frostbite. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) So this quarter, thanks to jealouscraig.com.au. That's spelled J-E-L-L-I-S. Thanks to the Muggers. I saw that online during the week. It's their new rebounder sponsor. It's a real estate agent in case you're looking for real estate in Melbourne's inner north. They're sponsoring no. the buggers this year. No, I don't do that. Come to the Eastern Suburbs. <laughs> Got good cakes. Uh, umpire throws the ball up in the air. Away we go again. One out by Downey. She wins the contest. Getting to it first, though, is Ibrahim. Kick the ball off the ground. Bailey Hunt has to try and put her head over the ball. Kerbin going with her. Hunt gets the hand pass away. But getting in there is Capello, who put a little spoil in. Ball close towards the boundary line. Downey going afterwards. Head pumps against Ibrahim. That's a bit of a difference in height. And the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. And we'll see a throw-in on the far side of the ground, the Kramer's Hotel side. Yeah, I know many VFL supporters over the years have had a couple of frothies before the game as the ball is thrown back in. Carney won the ball, gets the hand pass over the top to Deanna Berry, who goes for the run, gets a nice little block, then gets on the right boot, going towards the half-forward flank position, overran Christian Hay, ball falls to space, Eva can't pick it up, Richmond going with her, ball went to ground, getting in there was Anderson, trying to fit it out to O'Mahony, she goes in, tries to get the football out, can't, ball is on the ground, and the umpire comes in and calls for a ball up 45 metres out from the Muggers' goal. 15th inside 50 for the quarter there for the Muggers there. They lead by 27 points. Back underway. Fisted down there by Kears. Trying to come through there. Because Diamond Creek amble there to Dillon. Looping one over the top. Pump back inside. Attacking 50 though by the Muggers. Berry lost it. All wrapped up. And I thought the umpire was going to call for it. Didn't do so. Moorcroft received the handball. Kick out wide. Hits up Smith on the chest. Smith looking further afield. Gets on the right. Drives up the line. Got to be good with the kick. A little too much juice on it. Rosanti gets shoved over if you don't mind. Carney feeds out the hand pass to her teammate in Kerrick who was caught straight away. Umpire said the ball's still free. Play on. On the ground. In goes uh, Brazil. And the umpire says the ball is held up. We're going to call for a bounce. At uh, centre-half back for the Creekers. And Diamond Creek get the score. Melbourne Uni 4-3, 27. 22 minutes gone in this first term. Ball up in the air again. One out in this time. Brazali brought the ball to ground. Over the top there. Eva can't extract it. In there is Hay. Kicked off the carpet by Smith. Drove it towards the half-back flank position. Hunt went diving in for the football. Couldn't quite get it out. Kristen Hay is there again. Fitted out to a teammate who kicked it around the corner inside the forward pocket. Now an opportunity for Eva who's got to run around in a circle. Kick backwards. That was clever. Just went the 15 though. And taking the mark. See if I can spot that. I think that's Hay who had a false start. Then drove it forward to Anderson. And she takes a mark 25 metres out on a 45-degree angle. Very clever little run there. A little shimmy, shimmy shake. Lost her defender very nicely there. 
Jess Anderson looking for her first of the afternoon. Morning. Uh, uh, morning, should I say. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to yes. <laughs> My brain's not quite switched on even after that cake. Coming in there is Anderson. It is post high, and I think it's straight through the middle. It is Anderson's first. Melbourne Uni. All one-way traffic, 5-3-33. Diamond Creek yet to score. Oh, it'll be a fly on the wall of Tanya Hetherington's quarter-time address. She's quite animated down on the bench at the moment, moving the magnets around the whiteboard. I would be too. <laughs> I think they've only had, what, two or three inside 50s this term? Two inside 50s, and, and they were very lucky to get them. And out of all of them, they did not look like scoring. And Yes, they were rebounded pretty much immediately as soon as they got them there. So, As we're back underway in the middle... Downey wins the tap over the top of Kiss. Creekers get the clearance. High kick inside attacking 50. Went over the top of the contest. It's a race on top of the goal screen. Bernardi getting back. Might have put it, shove in the back. She did. And a free kick will go the way of the Muggers. In defence. Went left, went right. Now comes to the broadcast side. Hunt, oh, went straight through her fingers. Picked up here from Brazali, close to the boundary line. No, we're going to go back. Didn't go behind the mark. So it'll be Hay, at least Hay, to take it. Back pocket on the broadcast side for the Muggers, leading by 33 points. The kick over the top, hits up Hildebrand. She fumbled it, handball backwards to Hay, who's under pressure from Bernardi. Ball goes over the boundary line and out of play, about 30 metres around from goal on the broadcast side for Diamond Creek, who are yet to score, nearing the quarter-time siren here at Preston City Oval. Back underway. Throw in, went over the top of the contest to the ground. Piocci handballs inboard to Williams. Centering ball, top of the goal square. Cameron takes the mark. Got in front of McIntosh. And Cameron directly in front, 20 out from goal. It's the first time she has got in front of McIntosh. She's been led to the, she, she's been led to the ball three times by McIntosh. So it's, she's, she's held her position well there. Cameron comes in looking for Diamond Creek's first score of the match on the quarter time siren the kick goes straight over the top of the goal umpire's hat and a consolation goal there for Diamond Creek to round out the opening term here at Preston City Oval the Muggers are 5-3-33 Diamond Creek one straight six here on girlsplayfooty.com radio Christy Williams so they had 16 inside 50s to uh, to four for, um, obviously, the Creekers, and they're very lucky to get their goal there right at the end of the side. I'm not sure it is any consolation, really, to be honest. But something, something that is probably unusual is the fact that Creekers actually have more clearance, uh, more clearances, rather. And so six to three... So you would think that that would allow you to have some dominance, but there's no urgency on the spread, and I think that's where the muggers... Well, we, we discussed pre-game that they were a running side, but th- there was no there was no urgency in the spread from the Creekers. They got to the ball first quite a few times of the contest and just put it, gave it straight back to the muggers. So it's, it, it's very worrying to see the, the lack of urgency from the Creekers. Yeah, and, and the problem was the first two goals, Blackburn and then Carney, that hot spot, that's the most crucial part of the field you've got to defend. That and the two most out. crucial players and, as well. Yeah, and they've, and they've just waltzed straight through. Yep. And once they've got those two, Melbourne Uni, their confidence has just gone straight up going, oh, geez, we'll just run this lot off our feet. 
And we, we saw an, an excellent uh, passage of play, probably about halfway through the quarter, I think, where there was a there was a chain of five marks went right from probably about a half-back flank all the way up to um, Stevenson in the forward line who just dropped the final mark. But, yeah, a, a chain of five marks, which is not altogether common in in, uh, in the VFL women's, but it was beautiful football, and to ten, ten uncontested marks they've taken for the quarter to only three for the Creekers. The one thing that the Creekers didn't do, and this is what Darabin did, do very, very well against the oppositions is when they were under siege and they did have one or two free kicks in the back line. They didn't find a way to chip the ball around in the back line just to try and take the momentum off and just try and take the sting out of the game. All they did was just try and get some hurry kicks back up the field. But if the tempo's up, Melbourne Uni, when they've got their tails up, they don't mind the tempo being up. The only concern for me, though, is it looked like the pressure from the muggers dropped off in the last yeah. five or so yeah, minutes. yeah. So that, that, to me, raises a bit of an alarm bell. Something we uh, touched on just just as Cameron uh, kicked, kicked the last goal there. She, three times I counted, at least she was led to the ball, which is about the worst thing you can do as a forward. Um, and a very dangerous player um, in her own right, but... You got to, she didn't get within about 50 metres of the ball, if, if even 100, for three quarters of the game. And you've got to find a way to inject yourself into context. You don't have to wait for the coach to tell you. You go behind the ball and you get it. And and you tell someone, hey, you go up there and I'll kick it to you. And there's no, again, urgency. We mentioned that she had no desire. She got led to the ball. She had no desire to get her hands on the footy to inject herself in the game because she's an incredibly dangerous player if she can inject herself in the game. And while that was a very strong mark there, it was too, it was too late. Coxie, goal kickers at quarter time. Our only multiple goal kicker, Ellie Blackburn with two for the Muggers. Singles to Ashmore, Carney and Anderson. And Cameron getting that late goal there for Diamond Creek, their only goal kicker. We'll take this opportunity to take a quick break here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. At quarter time, Melbourne Uni 5-3-33, leading Diamond Creek, one goal. This is Danny Green. On a night out, just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green, Perth. The Prep Game specialises in nutritionally focused, freshly made meals for those who live a busy and active lifestyle. Whether you are an athlete, business professional, parent or fitness enthusiast, fuel your days right with quality food to maximise your performance. Get out of the kitchen and spend more time on what really matters. Let the Prep Game handle your weekly nutritional needs by simply ordering online at theprepgame.com.au or find us on Facebook and Instagram. The Prep Game, proudly sponsoring the Darabin Falcons. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES Orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300 842 737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A. Smallwood. 
Hardco Home and Body is a local family business that manufacture all their own natural candles and body range. Visit one of their six kiosk stores in major shopping centres throughout Melbourne or their recently opened new homeware store at Casey Central, Narry Warren, featuring many local Australian designers and their unique high-end pieces. To find your nearest store or to buy online, head to hardco.com.au. That's hardco.com.au. Hardco Home and Body, proudly sponsoring the Seafit Tigerettes. Good afternoon. Hi. Just the bread and milk, thanks. That's five fifty, thank you. And can I have something to put those in that will injure our marine life, clog our drains and landfill, adding to over six billion other plastic bags used every year that aren't recycled, meaning most end up as rubbish. Uh may I recommend you pick up one of our environmentally friendly reusable bags? It's time to think about what you're really asking for. Say no to plastic bags. For more information, visit cleanup.com.au. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back to our girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. Live here at Preston City Oval, Raymer Street, Preston, where currently it's a 27-point lead to Melbourne Uni. I won't name names, but all the big names <laughs> of the VFL women's competition have all rolled Get in. Get your autograph book out, that, kids. That's one advantage of having a game being played earlier, you can take a sneak at your opposition guard. Oh yeah, how they go Just enjoy a coffee and a lovely day of uh, lovely s- day for footy. I was going to say, I'm happy to do more morning games if Christy Williams keeps uh, bringing the case. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Up by has the ball in the middle of the ground to get us underway for the second quarter here on girlsplayfooty.com and 89.1 FM at the ground. Here's Matthew Cox. Thank you very much, Peter Holden. Downey and O'Brien to go into the contest again to get us underway for the second term. 27 point lead to the Muggers. Downey came over the top. Ball straight to the deck. Moorcroft tried to feed the ball out for Diamond Creek. And it's straight over the top of the muddy stuff here at Preston City Oval. Scrappy two in the middle. Kiyochi wraps up her opponent. The umpire again letting things go a long time. Blackburn emerges with the footy for the Muggers. She's stripped of it immediately by Gretsch, who will get the free kick at centre-half forward. Kiyochi takes the advantage, goes in the Cameron direction. McIntosh made a contest of it. Ball on the ground. Handball fed out there from McIntosh. Ball being paddled around. Stevens in over the top. Also getting involved there for Diamond Creek. I think it was Cameron again. And it's all wrapped up. We'll get a ball up. 50 out from goal on the broadcast side for Diamond Creek, who trail by 27 points. Umpire to throw the ball up right in the paint. 50 metres out. Here we go. Downey wins the contest. Nearly taken away from Blackburn. Moorcroft was in there as well. Nearly had a shirt. Oh. pulled down to Blackburn. Absolutely dropped it cold. And that will be a free kick going the way of Moorcroft's push forward for Diamond Creek. Talk about throwing around the magnets from Tanya Hetherington. Moorcroft looking forward, looking afield. She needs something ha- to happen. Decides to go sideways with yes. the kick. Rosali put the hands up in the air. Took a strong mark. 52 out from goal. Kicked it round the corner towards the hot spot. Ball full at the back. Bernardi over around the ball. Goring going afterwards. Going in there is Eva. Eva now picks it up. Takes one bounce. Eva still running at half back flank. Kicks it further up the line. Adda comes out to meet it. Was at her feet. Kicked it forward. Lacks a fortune to Downey. Gave up the hand pass. Then kicked it in towards the hot spot. Making a contest. Is, is that Blackburn back yep. now? I think it is. Takes a great mark. 30 out from defensive goal. Blackburn wants to go short to the outer side. Called to play on. Has to now. The mark taken out wide by Eva. Back pocket outer side for the Muggers. They're 5 3 33. Diamond Creek. One straight six. Another short kick back in board. Hits up Elise Hay. Still in the back pocket outer side for the Muggers. Another chip kick over the top. It's a dangerous one to the half-back flank on the outer side. Comes off in the hands, though, of the Muggers. A high kick. Cut off, though, by Smith. 
Getting back for Diamond Creek. Wheels around a bit of traffic. Centre wing on the outer side. Handball inboard to Moorcroft. Back to Smith. Under pressure. Gets the kick towards centre half forward. Bouncing ball in front of Gretsch. Went without it. Garrett getting back for the Muggers. Handball. And they get a kick to the outer, sorry, the broadcast wing, and Ashmore takes the mark. Ashmore dances around her opponent and Hicks goes for a run. The girl from Ballarat gets on the right boot towards the half forth flank position, kicks it into space. Half forward flank. Who's going to pick it up? Getting her is Capello. She lost her footing. Hair pass got it back to Coburn. Under pressure, loss it to Wilson. O'Mahony has to go in and pick it up. She does. She's caught by Moorcroft straight away, and the umpire says no prior opportunity on special. Co- Christy Williams. Jeez, Ashmore went down like a sack of potatoes after she kicked that. She's got her hands on her head. She looks all right. She's from Ballarat. Made it up a start. <laughs> Ball up in the air. Downey won the contest. Ball came to ground. Capello overran it. Goes in. Wilson. Can't get it out. Carney has support out there. Blackburn up against the boundary line. Oh, what a kick. <laughs> Pinpoint Stevenson. Blackburn, you're a freak. And that would be Blackburn's 49th disposal for the game. Getting roughly. leather poisoning today, Ellie Blackburn. Constant case of leather poisoning, Ellie Blackburn. She would be captain of my dream team every week. Louise Stevenson on the left boot. No problem at all. Straight over the goal umpire's hat. For Stevenson, that's her first of the after, first of the morning, should I say. Melbourne Uni, 63-39. Diamond Creek, one straight six this quarter for Chemist Warehouse. Sponsors of the Creekers, Christy Williams. Well, in uh, about probably 90 seconds of play, we saw the Creekers eclipse their quarter, the first quarter tally of inside 50. So, good start. Um, but let let the foot off the let the foot off the pedal there and obviously too e- too easy to turn over but very damaging player when you can have Ashmore to kick to from the back line and, and uh, sprint it forward I'll get your thoughts in a moment when we get another break on the matchup currently on the broadcast wing as Downey gets the tap Carney gets a kick towards the half forward flank on the outer side bouncing ball cut off though from Diamond Creek who's come streaming back in towards the middle bouncing ball Gretchett's in a half forward just bumped up her chest got one high and oh, she gets the free kick. didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and a good crowd here at Preston City Oval. The kick to Downey. Had to reach for it. Brought it to ground and then trapped it in. Handball to Cameron. Got stripped of the footy. Goes back in after it. McIntosh on her hammer. Handball out. Stevens is tackled. It's on the deck in dispute. And eventually pops out. They try and get a quick kick forward there. Thanks to Carlton for Diamond Creek. Cut off though from the Muggers. And again, Ashmore on the centre wing broadcast side. Couldn't take the mark. Gretsch game involved. Moorcroft plays a great tackle on Ashmore. <laughs> and the umpire says, give it to me. I'll blow it up. Attacking side of centre wing on the broadcast that side. That is uh, one person you do not want to be tackled by. Lauren Moorcroft, as tough as they come. Umpire throws the ball up on the broadcast wing. O'Brien wins the tap down. Put it straight down Blackburn's throat. Schroeds off the contest. Went the hand pass to Ashmore who went without it Ashmore went back in again to O'Brien who gave the don't argue on the way through going in there as well to try and uh, extract it was uh, Sabine she is caught and thrown into ground love O'Brien's aggression on the way through it's like is that your chin sorry throw it up in the air away we go again O'Brien versus Downey Downey won it got it to Hicks Hicks across to Moorcroft on the right boot in the direction of Cameron and again McIntosh behind spoils I tell you what I'd pay one day just to see McIntosh versus Pierce because geez McIntosh is a great tagger mm, absolutely and and uh, quite often we'll uh, get to the footy first which is the best thing you can do is a tagger 
Boundary throw in attacking side of centre wing for Diamond Creek and a great tackle there applied. I think that's Hay O'Brien appealing for holding the ball. Doesn't get it. Tell you what, if you want to, uh, if you want to teach a kid how to tackle, you can show him footage of the last few minutes. It'd be a good start. Intensity's just rid- risen a notch Absolutely. here at Preston City Oval. Downey again with the tap. Blackburn trying to rove it, couldn't collect it cleanly. Under pressure from Moorcroft who dragged her without the footy. And the free kick to go the way of Blackburn. Half-back flank broadcast side. Centering ball in towards the middle. Hunt went through her fingers. Debatoli couldn't collect it either. Wilson's handball to Ibrahim. Centre of Preston City Oval. Debatoli brought her to ground. Stephen on the top of the mud. Adard brought her down. And the umpire pings holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of Adard. Right on top of the cricket pitch here at Preston City Oval. Oh, the Sharon. That's it's a block Sharon now here yeah. after landing in the puddle, and it's a 25-metre penalty. If, uh, if Stevenson went to go, where do I stand? Saying probably the mud's just shifted underneath me. <laughs> that. That's crazy. Guess his mum's got a whirlpool after that. A very muddy one. So, Adard. From 52 out, kicks it in towards the pocket. Cameron McIntosh at the back, got a fist involved. Picked up there and kicked out wide by Croft. Adard again mopping up for Diamond Creek. Half forward flank out of side, tried to get the handball to Williams, close to the boundary line. She traps it in and it eventually spills out the back of the pack. Williams looking for a teammate who threw the ball away. Umpire called play on. Croft, handball backwards to Blackburn. In defensive 50 for the Muggers. Chip kick over the top. <laughs> Great tackle there. Oh, and the umpire said it was high. Oh, dear. I think that was Dylan. Heatherington's had it. Sorry, <laughs> the have got everywhere. Dee D- Batoli made that great tackle and a free oh, kick to go the way of the Muggers. Yeah. With the ball from half-back flank, just creeping forward. Hunt going up the line, got to be good with the kick. Is finds Anderson, who ran her way towards centre wing, then goes further up the line again, bowled over a few players. Dylan at the back's going to swing around onto it. In fact, it's Smith. Smith now on the left boot, going in the Kiyochi direction. Ibrahim going with her. Bounce favourite. Ibrahim spun around on the left, going to O'Mahony, who takes the mark. She's about 60 metres from goal, half forward flank, out of side. Hesitant, now goes with a little chip kick on the right, managing to pinpoint Kerrick. Kerrick, 50. Five metres out from goal on the left. Ashmore goes flying forward. Lost it. Got control of it. Ashmore dances around from 25 metres out. And she gets the goal. Ashmore second of the morning. Melbourne Uni 7-3-45. Diamond Creek one straight six this quarter for Chemist Warehouse. Christy Williams. And incidentally, uh, looking very dangerous when she goes up in the forward line today, hasn't she, Ashmore? She's uh, she, she plays very differently when she goes up in the forward line. She's almost like a, a forward target, um, not a, a kind of a running a running forward as you would expect as she to uh, displays in the wing. That's it's interesting. She used to be a winger, then they moved her to the half back, and now she's going in towards the forward line, becoming a bit of a utility. <laughs> She's got a, she has got a lovely build yeah. um, and, and obviously very uh, elusive. Downey gets the tap. Barry tried to get the handball away. O'Brien's all wrapped up by Kiyochi. And we'll get a ball up still inside the centre circle here at Preston City Oval. 39-point lead to the Muggers. They've kicked two goals in this term. 
Downey again with the fist over the top. Williams trying to rove it. Croft confronts her. Blackburn also there in support for the Muggers. Sends a handball backwards. Moorcroft attacks Berry, who just paddled the ball along. A bit of intensity and fierceness being shown by Diamond Creek. We're able to wrap the ball up. Attacking sign of centre wing. Handball, though, emerges in favour of Blackburn. High kick in towards the middle. Looking for Hunt. Bounces straight on top of the mud. Gets pushed off. Her opponent does Hunt and Diamond Creek win the footy in the middle of the ground. A high kick inside attacking 50. Bouncing ball. McIntosh getting back. Scoops it up. Kick on the right boot. And a mark should be taken. Oh. No, it's not by Hildebrand. Works out though in favour of Eva. Who gets a kick to Hunt who slipped over. Got back up. Took the mark and slipped over again. Still covered in mud. Bailey Hunt oh, looking dear. further afield. Broadcast side. Gets on the right boot towards the half-forward flank. Anderson presented. Went through her hands. Out the back. Kiyotchi got caught. Hand pass to a teammate, didn't go too far. Going in there is Charlotte Dillon. Ball bounced around, O'Mahony took it. Got it across to Eva, Eva under pressure. Hand pass back to O'Mahony at her feet. Has to go in and pick it up. Got caught, ball spilled free. Umpire called play on. Berry goes in there as well. O'Brien, <laughs> <and> nearly a <laughs> barter. Like a koala clinging to its mother. <laughs> we'll hit the ground and we'll call for a ball up in front of Andrew Jago on the Muggers bench. And in front of our effects mic too. Downey wins the tap. Creek is trying to burst through the pack. Barton there. It's claimed and it's holding the footy. Free kick to go the way of the Muggers. And O'Brien who looked to come off. And instead she's told to take the free kick. So Kears will have to wait a minute or so to come on the ground. Oh, wow. O'Brien kicks it to McIntosh. Takes the mark. Inside the centre square. Worked her way around Bernardi. High kick inside attacking 50 for the Muggers. Punched out of the hands there of Carney. Ibrahim got stripped of the footy. Then might have been held. Umpire said play on. Carney gets back involved. She's all wrapped up. Umpire says give it to me. I'll ball it up. 45 out from goal on the broadcast side for the Muggers. Leading by 39 points. Great intensity being shown by the Muggers this morning. Ball hit the ground. And I try to get a hurried little kick along the carpet. Looking for Sabolge. She overran it. Going in there is Ibrahim. Couldn't quite extract the ball. Williams as well sitting on her backside. Can't get it out. Kears goes in there as well. Ball spills free. Then out to uh, Kristen Hay. Trying to get to O'Mahony. Held without it is Williams. But kicked along the ground. But it went in the direction of Pound. Pound at the half forward flank. It's the hand pass under pressure. Looking for Stevenson. Went through her hands. Couldn't pick it up. Berry goes to ground. Barton stripped to Robert. Got spun around though by Pound. Got the hand pass out to Dylan. Dylan's kick is well wide. And went over the boundary line and out of bounds on the full. 75 metres out from the Muggers goal. They're attacking the Preston market end. Hunt to take the free kick. Muggers 7-3-45. Diamond Creek 1 straight 6. The kick ends up in Stevenson's hands. 50 out from goal. Goes long with the kick. It's high. Ashmore waiting at the back. Collects the footy but's under pressure. Has to go back in it again. Gives it to Carney. Sold the candy. Tries to dance around. Higgs able to get the handball away to Ashmore. Ashmore lost the footy in the contest and Diamond Creek able to steady. Williams takes the mark in defensive 50. A chip kick over the top into a bit of space but it's all the muggers. Hay getting back there. Centre wing on the board, uh, on the outer side. Bouncing ball. Socket forward now for Diamond Creek. Croft, Croft mops up and then got held and the umpire says it's a free kick going the way of Croft. Centre wing on the outer side. 39 point lead to the muggers here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Croft goes with a long kick up the line. Had to be good. Worked out okay. Imagine to find Hay looking further afield. Wants some options. Gets on the right boot. 
Leading towards Ashmore. Ashmore takes it in front of Hicks. 70 metres out from goal. Goes to the chip kick in the Wilson direction. Late ball from behind. Williams back there. Now goes for a little chip kick. Went through her hands. Carlton there with support. Carlton now on the right. Goes up towards the wing position. Barton coming out afterwards. But needs Bernardi. Christina Bernardi goes in there. But she was turned over by her opponent who got it to Kears. Kears now goes for a run. Centre wing out of side. Goes up the line. Spalled from behind. Hit the ground. Trying to spin around there is Emma Carney. Got picked up. Got caught. Got the hand pass away. That's great for holding. Umpire said no. Threw the whistle away. In goes Williams. Gets the hand pass away to Atthart. Had to concede some ground. Did so. Downey on the right. Going further up the line. Mark taken. And that is Sebold who has the ball on centre wing out of side. Sebold looks for options. There's a couple of players lining up in the corridor but she's ignoring that. Decides to go towards the half forward flank on the outer side. A mark is taken. For Diamond Creek. Attacking side of centre wing. It's an odd looking kick that calls it top. Oh, Hunt went for the spoil. Should have taken a mark. Works out in the favour of Diamond Creek. O'Mahony getting back. Tried to get the footy. Couldn't do so. Handball out wide to Cameron. Pop one over the top to Kiyochi. Caught by Pound. Berry arrives on the spot. Wraps things up. Umpire says, give it to me. I'll ball it up about 45 out from goal on the broadcast side. Christy Williams. Very worrying that there's nine inside 50s for the Creekers and zero on the board for the quarter. Umpire to throw the ball up in the air. Away we go again. Downey one up, but taken away by Hunt straight away. This kick goes up the line looking for Blackburn. Balls fell into space and now the foot race is on. Barton going up to Blackburn. Blackburn got around two. She should drive pads for a living. But then comes Smith who crashed into her at the last second. Didn't see that in the rear vision mirror. Coming across as a bold, holds her up and the umpire calls for a bounce. She tackled as she kicked it. <laughs> Umpire throws the ball up in the air. Stevenson beaten out, but the ball taken away by Ebu. Got it on the left boot, went long up the line. Ball goes into space. Trying to get in there is, uh, by the look of it, over the boundary line, Deportoli, who was under pressure from Wilson. And we'll have a throw in. 48 metres out from the Muggers' goal. They lead 7-3-45 to Diamond Creek. One straight six. Ball back into play. Downey got the tap over the top of Stevenson and Diamond Creek will get the clearance out of the pack. Oh, looking there for Brazali, but couldn't take the mark. The ball goes over the boundary line and out of play. Defensive side of centre wing on the broadcast side for Diamond Creek. Tell you what, there's a lot of muggers on their own at this contest. As it's thrown back into play, Kiss gets the tap. Kerrick goes in after a tackle immediately by Moorcroft. Kiss in there for support, tried to feed the handball out, did so, but caught there is Coburn by Stevens. And the ball just being paddled around on the deck. And the umpire eventually says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. Centre wing on the broadcast side. The Muggers, 7-3-45, have a 39-point lead. One straight six, Diamond Creek. Umpire to throw the ball up in the air. Away we go again. This is going to be Downey in the contest versus Kears. Downey won it out. Kears tried to get onto it. She did, but was caught by Kiyochi. Then Downey hit it from the front. O'Mahony kicked the ball off the ground. Has to go back in again. Moorcroft going with her. Using her footwork there, O'Mahony. Put it into Barton, who ducked. And the umpire said over the shoulder, though. And that is a free kick. And coming off the ground, an injury to Sabal by look of it. She's hobbling along. That's not going to help Diamond Creek stay. Free kick towards Barton, who kicked further up the line in the Gretsch direction, went over her head, drawing at the back. Stevens ran into trouble, ran into Gretsch, but the ball's built free to Berry. Berry kicked it further up the line, went through hands, out the back to Hicks. Hicks on the left boot, going in the Kiyochi direction, going up against her is Hay. Now is Kier, slapped it in front of herself, hand pass to Pound. Pound, right into it, 
Oh, you're going nowhere. And Adar gets the free kick. Oh, this has been exciting physical game. Centre half back for Diamond Creek. Adard looks for options. As Smith out wide, ignores that. Goes in the Gretsch direction, brought the ball to ground, goes back in after the footy. Di Batoli also there, ran into a brick wall. Muggers emerged with the footy thanks to Hunt. Handball over the top, being paddled towards the boundary line there by Eva. And then it's seen over play and a bit of push and shove between Eva and Smith. And then they give each other a bit of a tap on the back. Oh, finally Diamond Creek's showing some sort of interest in the game. Umpire throws the ball back in the play. O'Brien with the ruck work. One out by Downey. Trying to get it across. Eva got it to Kerrick. Kerrick just put it straight down Keoxie's throat. Takes an easy mark defensive side of centre wing. The Diamond Creek captain goes long and high with a kick in the back to Downey. He was there all day. And she'll have the resulting free kick. 70 metres out from home. Decided to take on the play on the mark. Got it back to Kiyotchi, who had to juggle it. Then get on the right boots. Got to be good. It is. Christina Bernardi takes the mark directly in front from 40 metres out from goal. But interesting to see, Coxie, the, the, the pressure, the, the, the immense pressure put on by the Muggers. Because we're worried about that last Sunday in tough conditions against the St Kilda Sharks in that draw. Going, geez, could they back up six days later after such a tough contest? Yeah, oh, and the handball's been given off here by Bernardi to Gio. Sold the candy to get around Croft. High ball, top of the goal square. O'Brien had it momentarily. Cameron tried to kick it straight over her head. Goes through for a minor score, but you're right. uh, Not sure you want to leave uh, Chochi on her own at the top of the 50 there, but anyway. They are looking just slightly tired at the moment, muggers. 1-1-7 as the kick uh, is intercepted. Stevens put it straight down Bernardi's throat. He'll be kicked from about uh, 35 metres out from goal. 117 Diamond Creek, 7345 Melbourne Uni. This quarter for Chemist Warehouse, sponsors of the Creekers. So it's taken them 11 inside 50s to register their first uh, their first score, score for the quarter, and that is the longest run-up I have ever seen. She is uh, back in the centre circle she got here. She's a 50-metre run-up. <laughs> she keeps going. I hope she's got a third man and a fine leg. She's <laughs> <laughs> coming in there. She's getting tired watching her. She's going to take a bus to travel part of the way as she comes in, 40 metres out from goal, heads towards the top of the goal square, came off hands. Deep Patoli there as well, knocked out of hers. Carlton wants to go in. Watching on is Blackburn. She can't extract it. Umpire still watching on. Ball got hatched out. Williams was nearby. Pound's going to overrun it. Going in there is Alicia even to make a contest. Pound sees the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. And we'll have a throw in 35 metres out from the Diamond Creek goal attacking the city end. Yeah, it looks like we've gone 20 minutes in this second term. According to the scoreboard, as it's thrown back into play, Downey with the tap, Williams, kick, smothered, comes to the deck, Hunt getting back for the Muggers, wrapped up immediately, got the handball away in time, looks out wide, Ashmore, it's bouncing in front of her, she's going to be under pressure, takes it cleanly and then Smith confronts her, and then over the top comes Barden, holding the ball, free kick to go the way of Diamond Creek, Ashmore and Smith not happy, Smith wants the footy to get it hurried up. She's about 55 from home, centering ball, looking for hits. Oh, O'Mahony came across with a punch, collects it cleanly, whacks boots the ball, high kick towards the centre wing, broadcast side, just went past Coburn, got the handball away, but then it was smothered by Stevenson. Dylan tries to get another handball to Coburn. Coburn, high kick around, Ashmore will take the mark, centre wing on the broadcast side. Dance on, tried to take on two, wasn't the smartest thing to do, hand pass straight away to Hunter, got caught, got a hand pass away, O'Mahony fed the ball out, got it to Kerrick, Kerrick 
now to Eva. Eva gets it across to Ashmore, settling broadcast side. Hand pass under pressure, O'Mahony. O'Mahony to O'Brien. O'Brien gave to Don't Argue. Get on the right boot towards the half forward flank. Dylan had it, dropped it, pound caught it straight away. Brought it to ground. Umpire, no choice, but the call for a ball up. 52 metres out from the Muggers' goal, attacking the Preston market end. 38 point lead to the Muggers. Stevenson and Downey. Downey gets the tab into the hands of Blackburn. Weaves her way around traffic. High ball into a vacant goal square. Bouncing ball oh. hits the post. Minor score. Someone is someone playing on Ellie Blackburn. Anyone. Seven four. Just a touch. Seven four forty six to one one seven in favour of the Muggers. You, you think she hasn't showered for a week? No one wants to go near her. As the ball is in the back pocket, they go short in the Hicks direction. It's an awful kick. Stevenson nearly got onto it. Barden was there and saw it over the boundary line and out of bounds under pressure from that, McIntosh. That being said, I wouldn't want to tackle Ellie Blackburn. Just quietly. <laughs> quietly. We wait for a throw in 50 metres out from the Muggers goal. It is on the grandstand side. Downey brought the ball to ground. Brazali, McIntosh to it first. Stripped out of her hands by Barton. Hand pass away on the pressure. Oh, it's a shocking kick from uh, Capello. Out of bounds of the ball. Guess who's got it? Ali Blackburn. Decides to run back into play, swing around on the right boot, goes to the hot spot, 30 metres out from goal. Adard committed to the ball early, got it a pound, pound to Anderson, put it on the right boot, will it come back? It won't, it's away to the right. Minus score, Melbourne Uni 7 47, Diamond Creek 117. This quarter, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. We hope they'll have stuff for our ears after that yelling through the effects, Mike. Chiochi <laughs> decides to play on out of the defensive goal square, 40 point lead to the Muggers, and then Three on two in this contest. Downey did well to bring it to ground. They emerge from the oh, pack. Yeah. Handball now to Carney. Carney in space has a shot on goal straight over the top of the goal umpire's hat. That is Carney's second of the day. And the margin is now out to 46 points here at Preston City Oval. I'm really confused about the tactics behind kicking out to where the dominant players for the yeah. opposition are. Really, I know she might have been aiming for the tall target, but if you've got those, if you've got Carney and I don't know, I can't remember who else was out there, but if you've got them around the ball, don't give it to them. Don't give them a chance. It reminds me of a, the first ever game of women's football we called in the VWFL in 2014 when Melbourne U played Durban. It was a close game for about three quarters, and they kicked it out, and Mick Sandu, the coach, said, kick it anywhere, but anywhere not near Astor. And when they kick it towards Astor O'Connor, who racked up like about 20 marks that day. As the ball is brought to ground by O'Brien. In goes Barton. Barton's hand pass is intercepted by McIntosh. He's been moved into the centre. Now kicks it long and high in the Wilson direction. Takes him, uh, The umpire, one said the mark, the other said the push out, and they've gone with the push out decision. So Adhart gets the ball. Adhart on the half back flank. Then kicks it in the Williams direction. Willow takes the mark in front of Blackburn. Decides to play on the right boot. Come back in board. Mark taken. Now gets on the right. You can, you can hear it. You can hear it's overtime. Someone yelling out there. I'm going to do comments for the rest of the day. I can go home. As the kick is long and towards the forward line. Jacqueline Barr's direction. Taken away from her, though. Muggers back in board to Carney. Carney feeds the head pass to O'Brien. Gets it back to Carney. He's going to run into the glue pop. Then kicks it on the right boot in the Ashmore direction versus Hicks. Hicks out. Bumped her, but the ball's built free to Stevenson. Stevenson game to take a bounce. Then took on Hicks. Head pass. Ooh, hot on the whistle. Very hot. Free kick to Hicks. 
Yeah. <laughs> she also wants to take overtime or hammer time. She does, should I be wearing fancy pants? <laughs> I think she's wearing hammer time. As the umpire puts a hands above her head to say that's the siren and that is half time here at Preston City Oval at girlsplayfooty.com radio. Could be worse. We could have put the microphone near Tanya Hetherington. It would have said a few, few disappointing words to the game. There would have had to have been a, a very long bleeper on that. <laughs> Interesting conversation just happening on the Diamond Creek bench between Brendan Major and uh, former Diamond Creek coach Fred Ledman. Mm. As uh, we see Melbourne Uni 8-5-53 leading Diamond Creek 1-1-7. 46 points the difference at half time. The question that we asked last week of Melbourne Uni when they failed to put away St Kilda Sharks is do they have the killer instinct to bury a side? Well, Christy Williams, they're in that position at half time. The question will be asked of Melbourne Uni, do they have the killer instinct to bury Diamond Creek yep. to show some finals yeah, aggression? Ab- absolutely, and it's, and it's also about maintaining um, their structures, what they're working towards as well, and, and not uh, not going for cheap possessions and uh, you know just trying to rack up the easy goals. It's also about maintaining those structures so they can build um, you know build an assault on uh, on Darabin later in the year as well. If you're Tanya Hetherington, what are you saying at half time? You're 46 points down. Um, what are you What are you trying to achieve? What are your goals heading into the third quarter when you got one one seven on the board? Tell you what, there's uh, I'd be throwing a few expletives around. I think <laughs> it's it's just what what's what's really worrying. Um, a couple of things are really worrying for Diamond. One is their leader's not getting anywhere near the ball, mm. um, and uh, and she's beautiful user as a football. We saw when she finally yeah. got a hands on it. She 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 gave them their first score um, for the for the quarter. Um, the, the other worrying thing is there's there's a lack of intensity. Um, probably manifested by a lack of desire a will to the ball and you see every time Ellie Blackburn or, or Carrick has played really well today as well, every time they're near the ball they have such a will to get to it first and that's not matched at all by Diamond Creek at the moment which is what's more worrying and, and what they're missing out in the wing as well is you can see Ashmore is really running rings around Hicks where Hicks would normally go down the back line and normally Ashmore would probably have a Laura Jurea on her and because of her Gaelic background, even though she's of a bigger build she can move fairly quick and create a contest overhead. Yeah, that, that was the matchup I was going to ask Christy about during that term because it just seems a bit of a mismatch at the moment. Yep. Uh, Ashmore's winning out on the speed. When they're in when it's in tight in a contest, Hicks seems yep. to be able to enforce her body, but apart from that, uh, Ashmore's, and, Mash, Ashmore's clearly winning and, that contest. Yeah, and, and Ashmore should... I won't say should because it's a bit harsh, but she probably could be winning it by a lot more. A couple of times she's turned into into traffic um, and looked for her teammates in traffic, which is... uh, it's not like she's taking it on. She's actually looking for the... She's actually looking for... Which is a little bit um, uh, confusing. I'm not sure the, the rationale behind it. But you, we've seen her being collared a few times. But as soon as she gets a whiff of space... I mean, it's as you said, it's just a complete mismatch. And to be honest, there's probably not many people that can... And they're missing with, with Shay Audley out. Not only oh. Shay Audley in, in under players, she can tag. I mean, she shut down Lambert in that game against the Devils, and you'd feel in this situation she would have been thrown on the heels of Ellie Blackburn to and, try and keep her and quiet. I, I did notice um, at the end of the quarter when she was walking to the bench, you just think, gee, she, she's a bulldog. There's not yeah. many, there's not many um, female footballers that really. Are 
content to do the really gritty, thankless stuff. And, and Shay Audley, gee, she would be so handy in that contest right now to just, just give... If if they could get her and Warcroft around the ball a bit, that would be so handy for them. I felt like there was a five- or ten-minute window in that term for Diamond Creek where they seemed to be getting their hands on the footy. They seemed to be retaining possession. And they got a few inside ten, 50s. Ten inside 50s without scoring. But, again, they just... There, there was almost a breakdown in the link between half forward yep. and into the, you know, about 20 and, metres And when they're the looking up and they're looking towards inside 50, they're looking at stationary figures. Um, and it, it's almost like you have to you have to kick it out in front of them and say, you run here. I'm going to tell you where you have to run. And, yeah, a few times. And, and if, if Trotchy can, um, if she can do that a few more times, run around the mark and have a, a splash at goal would be great. But you've got to give... You've got to give a target, and you've got to give a moving target at that. You're not going to take any marks when you're standing guarding space. At halftime here on girlsplayfooty.com radio at Preston City Oval, it's a 46-point lead to the Muggers. 8-5-53 to 1-1-7. The goal kickers at halftime for Melbourne Uni. Two each to Ashmore, Blackburn and Carney. That's a stat in itself. And then singles to Stevenson and Anderson. And the only goal kicker so far for Diamond Creek is Jess Cameron. Well, you know, the, the funny thing is, like, Anderson's been making a few contests, but when you look further afield, the, it, it's strange. A, a few times that Ashmore's gone forward, she's actually looked good as that forward yeah, target. She, she has. And as well as Stevenson. And what's happened is, even though Ashmore, um, what have we got against her sheet? Two goals. And those couple of cases, she hasn't got it. The smart play is it's Pound, Blackburn, or Carney. It, it's old school football. Go for the big target. Crumbing Rover at the feet. Yep. yep. And it I really like Ashmore up forward. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do it all game. Um, because she's obviously electric, can be electric on the wing, but uh, I really liked what she's done today when she's got up forward. She seems to be starting on the wing and then floating mm. forward, which is a mm. smart move from C- the Muggers. C- confusing. Yes. Confusing for the defence. Very confusing. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here at halftime on girlsplayfooty.com radio 89.1 FM at the ground. Diamond Creek 117, trail Melbourne Uni 8553. Every week. The Salvation Army helps shield those in need with 170,000 meals. Every week, they shield 3,000 homeless from the cold in their shelters. Every week, they provide 500 blankets and 18,000 food vouchers and $54,000 worth of clothing, furniture and household goods. Every week, the Salvo shield 700 victims of abuse in their refuges and assist 1,100 people who are caught up in the web of addiction. Every week, they provide telephone counselling to 3,500 confused, frightened and lonely people with nowhere else to turn. The Salvation Army helps thousands of people every week. Imagine what that costs. Please support the Salvation Army Red Shield Appeal Doorknock Weekend. Call the credit card donation line on 13 32 30 so the Salvos can continue to help shield those in need. They're counting on it. Hardco Home and Body is a local family business that manufacture all their own natural candles and body range. Visit one of their six kiosk stores in major shopping centres throughout Melbourne or their recently opened new homeware store at Casey Central, Narriwarren, featuring many local Australian designers and their unique high-end pieces. To find your nearest store or to buy online, head to hardco.com.au. That's hardco.com.au. Hardco Home and Body, proudly sponsoring the Seafit Tigerettes. Everything a business throws out represents wasted money and resources. 
Reducing waste and recycling unwanted items in the workplace is great for the environment and can be good for the bottom line too. Planet Ark's businessrecycling.com.au lists recyclers from across Australia and it's quick, free and easy to use. You'll also find a guide for choosing the right recycler and free signage. Search for Business Recycling or call 1300 763 768. I've been a lifeline volunteer for five years now. I became one after I came out the other side of a rough patch. I thought, well, people helped me and now things are good. So it's time to give something back. The thing is, with the training and skills that we get... It's really helped me in my own life with work and relationships. And I've made some great friends. I guess helping other people is... A great way to help yourself. Become a Lifeline volunteer and make a difference to people's lives, including yours. Call now or visit our website. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300 842 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by M. Reason A. Smallwood. The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au. This is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green, Perth. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials, midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am, seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call in to the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. Hi. I'm here to talk about the Reading Writing Hotline. It's a service that helps adults who can't read and write as well as they'd like to. The number is 1300 655 06. Give them a call if you know somebody who needs help with reading and writing. It's never too late to learn, and it's easier than you'd think. 1300 655 06. The Reading Writing Hotline. 1300 655 06. Hartco Home and Body is a local family business that manufacture all their own natural candles and body range. Visit one of their six kiosk stores in major shopping centres throughout Melbourne or their recently opened new homeware store at Casey Central, Narry Warren, featuring many local Australian designers and their unique high-end pieces. To find your nearest store or to buy online, head to hartco.com.au. That's hartco.com.au. Hartco Home and Body, proudly sponsoring the Seafit Tigerettes. Hi, it's Eric from Deaf Children Australia. Ready for your next lesson? With your left hand palm facing you, touch the left thumb with the right pointer finger. That's A. 
Now put the same pointer finger onto the left-hand pointer. That's E. And for I, O and U, point and place on the next three fingers. They're the vowels. How easy is that? Next time I'll teach you to sign nice things like thank you. At Deaf Children Australia, we're helping young deaf people reach their potential at school and in life. Please join us. Together we can make a difference. I've been a lifeline volunteer for five years now. I became one after I came out the other side of a rough patch. I thought, well, people helped me and now things are good. So it's time to give something back. Thing is, with the training and skills that we get... It's really helped me in my own life with work and relationships. And I've made some great friends. I guess helping other people is... A great way to help yourself. Become a Lifeline volunteer and make a difference to people's lives, including yours. Call now or visit our website. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. Indeed, it's the girlplaysfooty.com match of the day live here at Preston City Oval. Kramer Street, Preston, where Melbourne Uni 8-5-53 lead Diamond Creek 1-1-7. Halftime score between the Spurs and Cranbourne. The Western Spurs leading Cranbourne by two points. Ooh. At Witten Oval in Footscray. That's an interesting result. Geez, could an upset be on the cards? I uh, pose to you that. Reminder of other coverage happening uh, throughout the round. A video stream of the Sharks versus Devils game tomorrow being uh, uh, highlighting Are You OK Day? You'll read an article on that on the girlsplayfooty.com website by Christy Williams. Uh, the VFL is streaming that. VFL.com.au from 2pm tomorrow. And from 1.30pm tomorrow, we'll be out at Schultz Reserve in Wonturner covering Knox versus Geelong our round 12 coverage. To get us underway for the third quarter here on GhostPlayFooty.com Radio, here's Matthew Cox. 8-5-53, the Muggers. 1-1-7, Diamond Creek. As the umpire just waits for everyone to get back into position and looks like there's a change on the broadcast centre wing with Ashmore going up against Smith. Underway in the middle. O'Brien with the tap. Straight to the deck. Hicks coming through. Tried to soccer it off the ground. And the kick works in favour of the Muggers. They move it towards the half-forward flank. Wilson trying to send the handball inboard. Williams mops up for Diamond Creek. Half-back flank out of side. Tries to send the handball inboard. Was searching there for, for Coburn. And she couldn't get it. And there was an infringement that will go the way of Melbourne University. 45 out from goal. Handball there from Pound to Carney. Pops it into the hot spot and Anderson takes a beautiful chest mark sliding in to take it. And she's got it about 20 metres out from goal on a 45 degree angle. Good little slips catch that one. No, it's a... You really, you really can't allow players like Carney and Blackburn and and Chochi as she was allowed last quarter to run around, uh, run around and take the kick at goal. It's not, it's not okay. Anderson comes in looking for her second of the match and the first of our second half. Oh, it's a beautiful up. drop punt, and Anderson gets her second here at Preston City Oval and the Muggers move it out to a 52 point lead. Nine five fifty nine plays one one seven. Christy Williams. That. Uh, that's another mismatch on the wing there. So we uh, we just highlighted that uh, Caitlin, so Caitlin Smith that's got on to Ashmore has probably given away about a foot of height and definitely obviously quite a fair bit slower. I'm not sure what the thinking is there, but she's already been caught out positionally in the opening 30 seconds. 
Yeah, they're, they're missing quite a few experienced players, Diamond Creek. This is like when I played against West Meadows in cricket 18 years ago and they were pulling blokes out of the pub just to make up a side. you just got that feeling about Diamond Creek there. You know, they are first graders, but they're not the correct matches for Melbourne no. Uni. It's just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, it's, and it's reflecting on the scoreboard. As the ball is up in the air again, Downey won the contest. Ball hit the ground, weaving through as Barb now kicks it long and high towards the forward line. Cameron, oh, outmarked beautifully by McIntosh, who decides to play on quickly, swings it around towards the broadcast side, half-back flank, ball bounces into space, Ashmore tapped for Bailey Hunt, but Hunt wasn't ready for it, Ashmore had to go back again, nearly had the jumper pulled over her head, got it across to Carney, who didn't take it, but tapped it forward instead, now goes in to get, get the ball, in fact it was Stevens, put her head over it, Barton bumped her and saw the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds, the Andrew Jago and the Muggers coaching bench, his side up by 52 points. Throw in. Attacking side of centre wing for Diamond Creek on the broadcast side. Brought to ground. Roving it there. Barden gave the handball off. Kick around the body from Bazali. In towards the hot spot. Getting back though Carrick for the Muggers. And also she's confronted from Williams. Handball now to Carney. Weaves her way around traffic. And then a kick over the top. Looking in the either direction. Bouncing ball. Sits favourably for her. Collects it in front of Deba Toley. Kick out wide. Will hit Pound on the chest. Centre wing on the outer side. Pound. Wheels around on the right. A high kick coming late. Anderson tapped the ball to ground. Socket forward for Diamond Creek. Back on the deck. Oh, Sebold came in and got one high. And Kiochi's just sat pound on her backside. As she should. And Sebold will get the free kick came, coming back on the ground after coming off in that second term with a leg injury. And they got the ball pelted at it. Umpire comes in and has a bit of a chat. Uh, and we'll get play underway again in just a moment's time. Sabol just looking around for some options. There's, there's no movement. No hand, movement whatsoever. Hand pass to Moorcroft. Going up the line. Barton takes the mark. The blue shot's starting to dry out a bit in the sunshine. Is the hand pass to Carlton. Carlton had to go back again. Saw the team up the creek and Barton. Carney managed to knock it out of the hands. Came across to Kiyochi. Got her on the left boot. Out towards the forward pocket. Coming out to meet it is Smith. Got a spin around in a circle with Ashmore and the oh. hammer. Hand pass back to Kiyochi. Kiyochi on the left. How good's that pass? Taking the mark, Brittany Gretchen, game 150. Up against the boundary line, hair pass to Kiyochi, dodgy hair pass, sort of right up the creek, ran straight into an opponent. Now Gretchen tried to kick it off the ground, didn't go too far. Rosali there, missed out in getting the footy because it was picked off by Hildebrand. He went on the left boot, in towards the glue pot, in the middle of the ground. Pound kicks it around the corner on the right boot. Hunt going afterwards in a foot race, two on one, gets to it, doesn't collect it though. Going in hands and Capello, lost it. Going in Kerrick, Kerrick hand pass in the no man's land. Going back in again, Kerrick to make the uh, tackle on Coburn. Came back to Capello. Came back in Bordeaux Mahoney. Trying to pick it up. Making a contest out of that was O'Brien. It's Carlton though for Diamond Creek. Dropped it cold. O'Brien goes in again. Hair pass out to Carney. Puts on the afterburners. Wanted to go to hair pass. Sold the candy. Going across to Kerrick on the left boot towards the top of the square. Through the hands. And uh, took it at the back. Creekers get a kick towards the halfback flank. Dodgy though. Puts Coburn under pressure. She could get a free kick for a high tackle. Kerrick, not sure why, but he did get her over the shoulder. So free kick to go the way of Coburn. Broadcast side, half-back flank. Wants to go short. Moorcroft takes it on the half volley. 
has to send the handball backwards. Good smother there from Berry. Brought the ball to ground. Waiting at the back now. Carrick gives off a short little kick in the direction of O'Mahony. 50 out from goal for the Muggers on the broadcast side. Went left, went right, then gave it to O'Brien. <laughs> who sold the candy to Hicks. Then has a look at goal. It's across the face, bouncing in the pocket and will go out of play. Boundary throw in 10 metres out from the Muggers goal in the broadcast forward pocket. They lead by 52 points. 9-5-59 plays 1-1-7 here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Play for the ball to be thrown back into play. Downey, front posse, brought the ball to ground. Oh. Kerrick, whoop, copped the boot there from Addo, but Kerrick went back in, got it again to Carney. Carney out the pound. Pound got caught by Dylan. Dylan goes back in again, close towards the boundary line. Coburn sees it out and will call for another throw in. You're on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Of course, if you come to the ground and bring your radio with you, 89.1 FM, so you can listen to the call delay free. Back in, brought to ground by Pound. Down, he had to reach down, try to get to Kiochi, went without it. Berry, hatchet out the back. On the ground, though, Downey pound over the top. And the umpire says, oh, call for the ball back. 45 metres out for the Melbourne Uni goal, going to the city end. Downey's game has been very impressive. Yeah. One of the standout creakers this morning as it's back underway to Berry. Handball inboard. Cut off, though, from Diamond Creek. Barton. Tried to get the handball away, but then coughed it up and had to go back in after it. She traps the ball in. She's got to be careful here. And that's why, because she was holding the footy. Free kick to go the way of Stevenson. Now she's 40 40 metres out, 45 degree angle. I think she'll load up and have a shot from here. We've got a great look at it. Straight down the barrel for Louise Stevenson. Already has one goal this afternoon here at Preston City Oval. And a bit of mud on her as well. Comes in, left foot kick. Oh, it's... Across the face, falls at the top of the goal square, comes off hands to Kerrick, kick smothered. Diamond Creek on the last line of defence, get a cute kick around. But it's into a bit of traffic, getting there. Capello sends the ball in, oh, oh turned over. Oh, no. Carney has a shot on goal, oh, but it's no. away to the right, minor score. Wrapped in the blow that one up for Carney, couldn't believe her eyes. 9-6-60, Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek 1-1-7. You're on girlsplayfooty.com radio, this quarter for the Muggers sponsor, jealouscraig.com.au. <laughs> That's a real estate agent, apparently, as the ball is brought back into play by Ad. Oh, uh, oh dear. When, it's not, when <laughs> dear. it's not your day, it's oh not your dear. day. The kick looking oh for Kerrick went over her head. O'Mahony <laughs> went past her as well. Danny committed to the ball early. Capella just swung a boot. would nearly trip someone while she's trying to kick it. And the ball is on the ground. That's an indiscriminate boot. <laughs> oh, what a ball. Until the hamstring, she, uh, she swung that hard at it. Umpire throws the ball up in the air. Away we go again. 35 metres out from the Muggers' goal. Barton trying to carry away a kick, but it was along the ground, a bit of a worm but O'Brien had to bend down and get it, try to get it to Hay, she was standing too close as so she dropped the pill, ball on the ground, Christo Bernardi tries to go in there and extract it umpire blows the whistle she's got a feeling the sting's been taken out of the game Melbourne Uni's running has stopped and Diamond Creek, well it never started <laughs> we'll throw it up in the air again, 45 metres out from goal Ball hit the ground as it went through Kiochi's hands. Brazali now on the right, out towards the wing position. Goring coming out afterwards. Hildebrand as well gets to it first. Under pressure from Gretsch. Gretsch beat her. Hands and knees. Hand pass back to Brazali. McIntosh comes at it. And then comes O'Brien. It was like a pinball machine. Bounced off one, straight into the other. Free kick going the way of Croft. Croft, defensive side of centre wing. is going to go short. The centre half back. <laughs> Slipping over but still managing to take the mark. There, Goring, free player on the outer side. Looks like it's Croft that takes the mark. No, it's Stevens. 
plays on because there was no one on the mark and kicks it out looking for Wilson, couldn't complete the mark, it's on the deck, wrapped up. Wilson paddles it out, Stevens comes in for support. Hicks hovering too for Diamond Creek, the umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up inside the centre square, favouring the outer side. 53 points, the margin in favour of the Muggers here in the third term on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Carney tried to run away from the pack, was brought to ground, and the umpire says, that's holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of Hicks, defensive side of the centre square. And he kicks in the Brazali direction, got bumped at the last <laughs> second by Stevenson. No, neither can gain traction in the mud. <laughs> Down goes O'Brien in the mud. Oh dear. Hey, got the head pass back to McIntosh. He stayed out on the mud. Kicks it in the direction of Kerrick. He took a good mark. Center wing, broadcast side. Kerrick swings around on the left. Goes inside 50. Waiting out the back. Losing her feeding is uh, Wilson. Couldn't quite... Uh, Get it to um, Ibrahim. Ibrahim went diving in for the ball. Moorcroft tried to kick it out of the pack. O'Mahony got it back to Kristen Hay. She dropped it. In goes Barton. Almost threw it to Hicks. Hicks got on the left boot. Out towards centre wing. Foot race on. Deportali going out there. Chasing after the ball, Elise Hay. Turned her inside out, Elise Hay. On the right boot. Bit of a grubber going forward. Trying to find Alicia Eva. Eva's got it. Got to dance around Hicks. Hicks claimed it, but got rid of the football. Now back to Carney. Carney hand pass over the top. Looking back for Eva. Teaming up through Elise Hay. Drives it towards the half-forward flank. Moorcroft comes out to meet it. One bounce to her. Head pass to uh, Kiochi. Back to Moorcroft on the right boot. Going up the wing. Trying to find Williams to slap it in front of her and find some forward movement. She did. Got it to her teammate. Came back in for the Kiochi. Head pass back to Williams. Williams on the right. Driving towards the half-forward flank position. Outmarked by Hildebrand. And Hildebrand moves it quickly. Gets it to Eva. Defensive side of center wing on the outer side. And she looks for O'Mahony. Went straight through her fingers. Ball on the deck in dispute. O'Mahony goes back in after it, trying to get it out to there. Diamond Creek, Moorcroft in support. O'Mahony's down behind play. A chip kick over the top. Hits up bar on the chest. Center wing on the other side. O'Mahony's back up after that contest. And it's a wobbly kick off the boot. Hits up Gretsch on the half volley who was stripped to the footy. And the umpire says that's holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of the Muggers. Centre half back and they want to move it quickly. Over the top looking for Croft. Will let it bounce. Needs to collect it cleanly and doesn't do so. Now she's going to be under pressure. Good coming in there from Brazali. Got the kick away. Stevens diving to take the mark. Couldn't do so. Ball over the boundary line and out of play. Absolutely caked in mud. Stevens gets up. As the umpire throws the ball back into play on centre wing. Ball hit the ground. Blackburn, hand pass to Carney. Carney drew the player. Now got Kiotzi on her hammer, takes her on. Hand pass looking for Ashmore at her feet. Couldn't quite pick it up. Now coming through is uh, Coburn who put her on the right boot. Kicking towards the centre of the ground, not too far away from the glue pot. Overrunning it is Gretsch. Frazali nearly kicking in danger. Umpire said no. Kicked in towards the middle of the ground, but it was Ibrahim who got it to McIntosh, who danced around two, who got a right boot in the Carney direction versus Hicks. Hicks brought the ball to ground. Ashmore goes in to pick it up. She was caught straight away, and the umpire said no prior opportunity. We'll call for a bounce between centre wing and half-forward flank. Muggers attacking the city end. He mentioned that the sting has gone out of the game. Melbourne Uni looking very tired, of course, coming off that game last week at Tin Alley where it was just a mud bowl. <laughs> and... Diamond Creek just struggling to get going. We know they've got a number of experienced players out. They are really struggling, didn't they? That was Carney, just went straight through the ruck. Kiochi trying to follow it up. She's all wrapped up. 
And the umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. Tommy Creech next couple of weeks. They've got Knox next week, which they'll be breathing a bit of a sigh of relief. Then they've got the Spurs, which is no easy game. And then D-Day for them is round 15 against the Sharks at the Peanut Farm. A crucial month of footy for Diamond Creek. Handball over the top, looking for Wilson under pressure. Gives the ball to Abraham across now to Blackburn. Blackburn kick to the top of the goal square. Anderson in a one-on-one with Moorcroft. Floats over the top of the contest. Anderson tries to trap it in and then paddles it towards the boundary line. It goes out of play. We'll get a boundary throw in five metres around from the left-hand behind post. 53 points the margin in favour of the Muggers. Ball thrown back into play. Out of side. Downey wins it. Double-fisted tap. Moving it forward, but Ibrahim now picks it up, being caught by Bernardi, trying to get it across to Stevenson, who was caught by Downey. Ball hit the ground. Bernardi trying to get a hand pass out there, overrunning it as Williams, then kicked it off the ground. Carney goes up. Afterwards, does the shepherding work for Croft, who now gets it back to Carney. Carney ran into trouble, got the hand pass away to a teammate who was caught straight away. Now wants to extract it out, Carney. The umpire said, no, it's all locked in. We'll call for a ball up. 40 metres out from Melbourne Uni's goal. Throws it up in the air quickly. Away we go again. Carney took it straight out of the pack. Ball hit the ground, trying to kick it off the carpet. In goes Eva. Now trying to work the way through. Hay kicked around the corner. Didn't go too far. Eva tries to bend it back. But it's away to the right-hand side for a minor score. 9-7-61, Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek, 1-1-7 this quarter for jealouscraig.com.au, sponsors of the Muggers. And it's a short kick into the back pocket on the outer side on the half. Volley now, Adart, handball over the top to Williams. Still back pocket outer side for Diamond Creek. Kick up, looking there for Bernardi. Couldn't take the mark. Croft coming through, able to collect it cleanly. Sends the ball back inside, attacking 50, but Adart takes the mark. Back pocket on the outer side for Diamond Creek, and they're going to go back up along the boundary lines. Very close to it. Mark taken out there by Kiochi. 40 metres out from her defensive goal. Looks to come in board. Downey takes the mark. Wants to play on quickly. High ball now towards the centre wing on the outer side, and a mark is taken out there by Diamond Creek. Little kick over the top. Hay did well in the contest with Debatoli, who got stripped of the footy. And a free kick will go the way of Melbourne Uni. Defensive side of centre wing on the outer side. And they get going with a quick little kick up the line looking for Goring. Takes the mark, centre wing, on the right boot, coming back in board, looking for Blackburn. Blackburn takes the mark, goes for a run through the centre of the ground, realised the glue pot was there, so went for the hand pass to Carney instead. Carney going directly up the line. Stevenson made a contest, ball hit the ground, couldn't hang on to it. Coburn went in there as well, hands and knees, Moorcroft, got it back out, having to use the likes of Capello. There's Adhart's kick towards the pocket, making a task there for Smith. Ashmore on her hammer. Smith happy to see the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. Umpire calls for a throw and 35 metres out from goal on special comments Christy Williams they are looking tired aren't they and they have every right to be tired the amount of running but Emma Carney has absolutely lifted in this quarter ball back into play Ashmore took it straight out of the contest flying shot at goals away to the right Minus score, 9-8-62, Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek, 1-1-7 here on girlsplayfooty.com radio at the ground on 89.1 FM yeah, 55 points the margin as the Creekers go back into the back pocket on the outer side. Another kick over the top looking for Williams. Went out of her hands. Under pressure now from Stevenson. Half-back flank on the outer side. Williams tries to send the handball inboard. McIntosh cuts it off. Runs to 50. Chip kick over the top. And a mark will be taken there by Alicia Eva. 45-degree angle, 40 metres out. As players running into the hot spot. One of them's Anderson, who makes a good contest, takes the mark. She's 35 out. Oh, we talked about the need. And it's a 25-metre penalty. Sorry, Christy, but there's a bit of lip being shown there. I think that might have been Adard who's not happy. 
There's not much to be happy about today. Oxford <laughs> Diving Creek. So Anderson's kick, she's been brought to the top of the goal square on a slight angle. Looking for her third and gets it. Three goals to Jess Anderson and the Muggers move to 10 8 68. Diamond Creek, 1-1-7. We talked, we talked at the start of the game about the Muggers needing a bit of a, a target up forward, and I think Anderson's definitely provided that today. She's she's run some really clever patterns. She's also provided a contest that we talked about. She's brought the ball to ground, and in, in a few instances, as we just heard there, she's taken a really good contested grab as well. And kicking, kicking truly, which is also a very underrated, uh, underrated skill, goal kicking. Up high with the ball back in the middle of the ground. Away we go again, up in the contest. One down but uh, trying to come away. I don't think it was a throw out of the middle of the pack. The umpire says holding the ball is the decision and it will be a free kick going the way of Bar for Diamond Creek. Hand pass away. The umpire said no, must come back behind the mark. In fact, it's given it to Kiyochi. So that's a surprise. Decides to go with a kick up the line in the Gretsch direction through her hands. Hunt took it at the back of Mark. Umpire said no, there was a shepherding more than five metres away from the ball so a free kick going the way of Gretsch. Gretsch gets on the right, goes inside the forward line. It's a long kick into space. Tully was the first running towards it. Christina Bernardi overran it. Hildebrand at the back, gets on the left boot. Goes up towards half-back, flank with a kick, but Gretsch parks herself underneath it. Gretsch got away from Goring, got on the left boot, in towards the hot spot. Oh, good mark taken by Stevens. He only threw an arm back at Hicks, saying I didn't like the attention. Decides to uh, kick it back in board. Blackburn. Ran away from her opponent, got on the right in the hunt direction. Takes a mark in front of our broadcast position in front of the grandstand here. Gets on the right boot. Adhart tries to stand tall from behind. Stevenson brought it to ground. Moorcroft shrugged off a tackle, spun around lovely. Got it to Smith, back to Moorcroft. Pierce came after her, tried to get it back to Caitlin Smith. Hair pass back to Adhart. Here comes Carney. There was the don't argue. Ball hit the ground. Smith has got it. Smith has to run away from trouble. Kicks it in the Cameron direction, but it was at her feet. That was no good. Carney put her head over the football. Hand pass out to Kearse. Kearse 45 metres out from goal. Decides to centre the kick. Went over the head of Wilson. Bouncing in the goal square. Went the right-hand side of the goal post. And that means a minor score. 10-9-69. Lemon Chicken. Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek. 1-1-7 this quarter. Thanks to jealouscraig.com.au. Crickers look to come to the broadcast side. Kiyochi takes the mark. Wants to give the handball off to back to Downey. Gives it back to Kiochi's run into the back pocket on the other side now for Diamond Creek. Kick up along the boundary line to a contest. Floated over the top of Williams's head. Socket off the ground. Kerrick getting back for the Muggers. Sees the ball over the boundary line. And out of play. We'll get a throw in. Attacking side of centre wing for the Muggers. Who have and, been dominant. And Emma Carney's coming off for a, for a very well end rest. She has had an incredible third quarter. Boundary throw in on the outer side. It's just a skew from the boundary umpire and the field umpire says, do it again. Let me ask the question. That quarter is Carney challenge Blackburn for the $50 voucher. No, no, no. Hey, Brian, this is the first time I think a uh, gift card's been sorted out in the first half. Oh, the first quarter. Or was it sorted out in the car beforehand? That's an old one, right? We're gonna get a I should start doing that to next one. Ball up. Sinewing on the outer side. This could be the old Robert, the Robert Klomp Award where the guy got four possessions and won the TV. <laughs> <laughs> back underway. Back underway. O'Brien with the tap. Bernardi went without it. 
works out in favour there of Kears, tried to kick it around her body. Ball back inside, attacking 50 for the Muggers. Diamond Creek under pressure in defence. Coburn got stripped to the footy. And the umpire says you throw it out of the contest. Free kick to go the way of the Muggers. So let's see what options are on. If they go for the pass, lead being made by Stevenson at the hot spot. That's ignored. And O'Brien goes for the kick towards the pocket. Adar brought the ball to ground. Moorcroft goes in there. Oh, hand to gift to Berry, who's just hit the post. On the snap, 10-10-70, Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek, 1-1-7. As uh, we near the 25-minute mark of this third quarter for jealouscraig.com.au. Here's the kick in from Adar. Goes in the Downey direction versus Pound. Downey, good mark in the two-on-one. Decided to play on. Oh, it's a dangerous kick to Kiyochi. Went up one-handed. Brought the ball to ground. Had the hand pass away. Coburn now goes to the kick. Looking for Bromley. Berry tried to go through, but fresh air to kick. Bromley, hand pass. Into trouble. Kerrick gave the don't argue. Got on the left boot in the Anderson direction. One versus three. Ball out the back, and Moorcroft has got it. Gets on the right boot. Chips it up. Looking for... For Williams, just away from her, Stevenson making a contest. So is Ibrahim. Williams chasing after it, goes to try and pick up the ball, but slides to ground. Ibrahim against the boundary line, really no one to go to. Smith is there for Diamond Creek. Head pass over the top, intercepted by Stevenson, couldn't hang on to it, and the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. 55 meters out from Melbourne Uni's goal. They're attacking the city, and they lead by 63 points. Umpire just waiting for everyone to get into position before she throws it back into play. 55 out from goal on the outer side for the Muggers. Thrown back in. Stevenson with the tap. McIntosh wraps up her opponent. Spilt free. Muggers kick it inside. Attacking 50. Bouncing ball top of the goal square. Sabol getting back for Diamond Creek. Wheels around on the right. Sends a kick in the Cameron direction. Had it punched out of her hands. McIntosh sends it back inside. Attacking 50. Pound. Just slipped through her fingers. Wilson couldn't collect it cleanly either. Drags it back in. We'll have to be careful here. Umpire hovering. Letting things go. And she's going to be pinged. Holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of Diamond Creek. Kiyochi takes the advantage. Run down, though, from Ashmore. Kiyochi's got to kick away, but it only went about 10 metres. And it's all wrapped up. Corner of the centre square on the outer side. Diamond Creek emerged with the footy handball backwards there. Barr tried to get it across to Kiyochi. Went without it. Now handball from O'Brien. Gave it to Kears. Kears has a shot on goal. Falls at the top of the goal square. And Moorcroft takes the mark on the last line of defence. Moorcroft decides to go with a kick looking in the Smith direction. Ashmore intercepted. <laughs> then Smith tried to take her on in the tackle. Ball spilled free. Ashmore went back and got it again. Got the hand pass to Pound. Pound 35 metres out. Has a shot. Oh. On the last line. No, it it carried. Carried. And that is a goal. Put that one down to Gabriella Pound. That is her first of the day. 11-10. And we saw that absolute mismatch just manifest itself in the pocket there. Ashford just ragdolled her. And I I don't know who you're going to put on her, but someone that matches roughly her physical size. (laughs) 11-10-76 is Melbourne Uni, the 1-1-7. Let's describe it another way. 21 (laughs) scoring shots to two. Yep. And, and they, they were lucky to get those two scoring shots. One goal in the first term. To be honest. One point in the second term. 
No score yet from Diamond Creek in this third one, and I reckon we've got a minute left on the clock. And I think Tanya Hetherington's gone grey today. Because <laughs> it's back in the middle. O'Brien won the tap, straight to the deck. Ibrahim held up. Kiochi feeds out the handball to her running teammate who kicks it towards the centre wing on the broadcast side. Smith mismatched with Ashmore, goes back in after it. Smith wraps the ball in. She's dragged it in here, tries to feed it out, does so. Caught now, Brazali. Blackburn lays a great tackle. Umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. Attacking side of centre wing on the broadcast side. The Muggers 11-10-76. Diamond Creek 1-1-7. It's a 69-point lead to the Muggers at three-quarter time as the siren sounded there here at Preston City Oval. Peter Holden. Question for Christy Williams. Uh, as just mentioned by, Kick, by Coxie, 69 points the difference. I know they're looking a bit flat at the moment, Melbourne Uni. They're running out of legs. Mind you, 60 points, 9 points up. Terrific effort. If you're Andrew Jago, do you send the message out there, let's go for 100? If we can win by 100 points, it sends a message. Absolutely, and I think we are being a little bit harsh on them because I yeah. think they've had... Oh, they brilliant. I think they've, they've had another... Out of the they're brilliant. I, I yeah, think yeah. Uh, what's happened in the third quarter, there is some different players that stood up. We saw Pound, um, we heard Pound mentioned a few times, Emma Carney had lots of touches and very, very influential touches as well. Um, and and a- Anderson got her hands on the ball or got made contests a few times the four line. So I think... Um, yeah, getting getting different players involved is, is maybe what maybe what we're he- seeing. I'd, I'd love to see McIntosh released. Absolutely, we saw a bit of it. So I think she went into the middle for a passage of play there in that third term. I'd love to see her have a go at the ball. Well, it's Cameron. Uh, I can sometimes relate Cameron to a to a Josh Kennedy. He's a bit of a flat track bully. Good in Ooh. good against bad teams and. Not so good against good ones. And, and Your words, not mine. I, uh, All inquiries <laughs> too. Chrissy Williams. Yeah. Um, expressed do not and, reflect the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what McIntosh has done a few times is, is lead to the ball, um, which is not something you want your forward to, to be following there. Their tiger or their defender to the ball, and McIntosh has rebounded well, and she's only had a chance to do it a few times. And it's not her fault; it's obviously the role that she's been told to play. But the times when she does rebound, and she's very clever um, in tight, she's very agile and uses her kind of sells candy quite well. It, we'd we'd really like to see it. I think her released a bit, and especially coming back from injury too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great story. She's absolutely obviously had a couple of great performances on Mo Hope this year and uh, doing a great job again today on Cameron. Goal kickers at three-quarter time. Uh, three to Jess Anderson for the Muggers, two each to Ashmore, Blackburn and Carney and then singles to Stevenson, Pound and that wraps it up on the Muggers side of things and that player we were just talking about, Jess Cameron, is the only goal kicker for Diamond Creek and they got it on the quarter-time siren. And I reckon that was their only touch. I think that would have been her only disposal, that goal. I haven't seen her got rid of it um, at all during the game. But what was promising, I mean, we have talked about the Muggers, but what was promising for Diamond Creek, they did have um, 11 contested marks um, for the quarter, which was over double um, what they'd previously had. Um, They did control well, and and the skipper got her hands on the ball, um, which they really desperately needed her to do. So there were definitely some positives um, for Diamond Creek out of that, that they could control it. And Moorcroft has has played well down back, and Attard played really well as well. So there was some promising signs there, uh, I guess, a a bit for for Diamond Creek. We'll take this opportunity to take a break at three-quarter time, and we'll have the Spurs scores for you versus Cranbourne on the other side of the break. Melbourne Uni, 11-10-76, lead Diamond Creek, 1-1-7. This is Danny Green. 
on a night out just like this. Take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green, Perth. Hardco Home and Body is a local family business that manufacture all their own natural candles and body range. Visit one of their six kiosk stores in major shopping centres throughout Melbourne or their recently opened new homeware store at Casey Central, Narry Warren, featuring many local Australian designers and their unique high-end pieces. To find your nearest store or to buy online, head to hardco.com.au. That's hardco.com.au. Hardco Home and Body, proudly sponsoring the Seafit Tigerettes. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SCS orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300-842-737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A. Smallwood. Live across the web. This is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. Indeed it is at uh, Kramer Street, Preston City Oval, where it's a 69-point lead to Melbourne Uni at three-quarter time over Diamond Creek. Uh, around the ground scores three-quarter time at Witten Oval, Footscray. The Western Spurs, 6-8-44, lead Cranburn by four points. Cranburn, 6-4-40, game on at Footscray. Mm. Do you pick the wrong game, please? Well, you know, I, I, I thought that would still be a good contest, but I thought this one would be a cracker considering the implications for both sides during the finals. And you would suggest, with the performance at the moment, Diamond Creek's finals hopes of just slipping through their fingers and they are now begging for other results to go their way. I think they've slipped. I don't think it's slipping. I think, it, I think it's absolutely gone. Christy Williams has called it at round 12. <laughs> I'm yet, in a yet, bullish all, mood today. All inquiries to KW at uh, Girls Play. Yeah, exactly. To get us underway for the final quarter, here's Matthew Cox. We haven't to do that a few times. No wonder you've been missing the last couple of weeks. <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> All back underway in the middle to get us underway for the final turn. Blackburn bursts her way through the pack, runs a bit and then kicks it towards the half forward flank, goes straight over the top of the contest, bounce over the head there of Anderson, forward pocket out of side, Moorcroft getting back for Diamond Creek, got stripped of the footy and the umpire says that's holding the ball. Free kick. Now, I reckon it's a free kick to Anderson here, it and it is. Moorcroft looks shocked, and she's not happy. Oh. And she's hand-passed to the umpire. She's lucky that's not a 25-metre penalty. How is it not a 25-metre penalty? You're supposed to hand-pass it back to the player. It's happened a couple of times. And she's not happy either, Moorcroft. So Anderson, woman on the mark, standing at 30 metres out from goal. Very tight angle here for Anderson, lining up for her fourth goal of the match. Comes in, right foot kick. It looks all right, umpire doing a bit, but I reckon she's going to return to the middle and give the two-finger salute. Anderson gets her fourth, and the Muggers increase their lead. They are now 12-10-82 to 1-1-7. 75 points the margin, and I think as we mentioned at the three-quarter time, Blake Christie is the three-figured margin on the horizon for the Muggers. Absolutely it is, and especially they haven't actually got the ascendancy with the clearances throughout the game, so if they can get if they can get clearances like that through Blackburn, that you're in serious danger of that three figures. 
Umpire with the ball back in the middle of the ground, throws it up in the air. Away we go again. One out in the contest by O'Brien, brought it to ground. Prezali, though, came away with a pill, got on the right boot, went towards centre half forward. Hildebrand tried to meet it, slapped the ball to ground. Kiochi got the hand pass across the deep Otoli, moving it in towards the Hicks direction, gives the hand pass to Williams. They're running with speed towards the 450, but they've dropped the pill, picked off easily by Kerry. Oh, going for the boundary line. They're asking for deliberate, they're begging for it. The umpire said no, because I think. The- as deliberate as this jumps. Kiochi's looking around going, give me a break here, give me a break. The umpire says, I'm not giving you one. We'll throw it back in. From Posse O'Brien, brought the ball to ground. Barton caught over the shoulder. No, as Carney wrapped her up. And the umpire calls for a bounce. 55 metres out from the Krieger's goal. They're going to the city end. Umpire to ball it up. Downey and O'Brien going into battle as they have all afternoon. Downey wins it out and fed the footy. It was a high kick into the air from Di Batoli. Goes through the legs of Williams. Kick now towards the boundary line by Di Batoli. Muggers appealing for the <laughs> deliberate. They're not going to get it. Throw in 60 out from goal. Make it 70 out from goal for Diamond Creek. Haven't scored since the second term. Carney gets bumped off the footy. Going in after it there. Capello. And the umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. 55 from home now for so Diamond with, Creek. With, with Cameron off the field, I can only shoot for some kind of tactical reason. It's, uh, it's McIntosh against Chochi, which is a very interesting uh, clash. Kerrick trying to come away with the ball, was caught by Sebald straight away, and the umpire will come and blow the whistle and call for a ball up. Despite the one-sided scoreboard, healthy crowd in today yeah, as well. absolutely. They've come in early. Of course, the VFL men's afterwards at 2 o'clock between the Blues and Geelong as the ball is up in the air again. Downey won it, but it was taken away by uh, Kerrick, who got it on the left boot. Went up the line. Colour bounces, staying in. Berry overran it. Coburn is caught, dropping the ball. And Berry gets the resulting free kick right in front of our broadcast position and in front of the Creekers bench. Berry played on quickly, looking in the Ashmore direction. Two to beat, and she beats them both. Gets on the right boot, up towards the half-forward flank. Wilson, 45 out, pulls the kick at the last second. Anderson takes the mark. And she'll be lining up for goal number four, 25 metres out, slight angle. Beautiful football. Another another great uh, chain, of, chain of marks and chain of uncontested possessions. And Anderson... Uh, must have heard our pre-game uh, speech about targets up forward because she's well and truly answered that today. Anderson comes in, close to the player on the mark, 25 metres out from goal, it's hooking left. Did it squeeze no, in? It did. 13-10, 88 Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek 117 this quarter for Chemist Warehouse, sponsors of the Creekers. Is that goal number four, is that? Five. Five for Anderson. And uh, she's had a very good day at the office. Melbourne Uni, a sensational day at the office. And just that little hook-up of play makes me wonder what the marks count would be like comparing Melbourne Uni against Diamond Creek. Oh, it's like comparing chalk and cheese at the moment. They've, oh, look, Mass is obviously not my strong point, as we know. Um, but that's, I think, 34 uncontested marks for Melbourne Uni and 15 for Diamond Creek. Ball back underway in the middle. O'Brien with the tap. Diamond Creek tried to get the clearance away. It's a high kick straight on top of the glue pot. Kiochi comes in, fires the handball out. Bernardi got stripped to the footy. Kick around the body there from Sebold. Carney cuts it off. Downey goes in after the footy, slaps it out, works out in favour of the Muggers. O'Brien tried to get the fend off, got stripped to the footy. And the umpire says that was holding the ball. Free kick to go the way of Diamond Creek. who just try and get a bit of the mud off the footy. Still inside the centre square. Looking for options. That was Smith. A high kick. Downey. Oh, I just dragged it in with one arm. 
takes the mark. Center, oh, attacking side of center wing on the outer side. Downey's kick. It's a floater inside attacking 50. Went through everyone. Richmond coming through. Got tackled by Carrick. Stripped to the footy. Di Batoli now held up by Hay. McIntosh goes in after it. Hay receives the handball. Looking for O'Mahony. It's a... Goes straight over the top of her head. Bouncing ball picked up now by Sebald, who's dragged down by O'Mahony. Still got a high kick away. Williams went without it. Ashmore got one high. And she will get the free kick half-back flank broadcast side for the Muggers. And she just casually picks her head up off the ground and puts it back <laughs> under her neck. And she kicks it up towards the half-back flank position, looking for O'Brien, who slid underneath Smith then. O'Brien went in and got it out. Air pass dangerous, loads the boundary line. Coburn is caught straight away by Berry. And the umpire says she's all wrapped up. Other games this round, Seaford and uh, Darabin tomorrow at RF Miles Reserve in Seaford. Knox versus Geelong at Schultz Reserve, one Turner. And at uh, Peanut Farm tomorrow at the Shell. Sharks versus the Devils as Rosalie gets taken over the boundary line and out of bounds. Sharks versus Devils is live on vfl.com.au with their video stream. And we've got the radio stream at girlsplayfooty.com of Knox versus Geelong. As it's back into play, Downey punched it forward looking for Kiyochi, but it was taken away by McIntosh looking for O'Mahony. O'Mahony's going to run away from Bernardi. Gets on the right boot in the Anderson direction. She's got space on Moorcroft. Balls an awkward bounce. Gets the hand pass to Eva. Eva now runs to 55. Takes a bounce. From 52, she decides to hit her target in Blackburn. <laughs> Another beautiful uncontested chain of possessions. And Blackburn, another person we talked about, is a very... A crafty option in the in the goal square. Beautiful lead, actually. A nice a nice lead up mark there, and you would uh, you would think she'd slot this quite easily. Ali Blackburn will be kicking from about 30 to 35 metres out, 45 degree angle, kicking to the Preston Market end. And on the right boot, it is to the right hand side, and will register as a minor score. 13 11 89, Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek 117. This quarter for Chemist Warehouse. Can they get another goal, Diamond Creek? <laughs> No. <laughs> Again, You're drawing Williams. a market, so I need to get my wallet out. <laughs> Add oh, we don't. Yeah, I'll just give the money straight to anything. Kicks it into the back pocket on the outer side. And the kick up along the line. Hits up Bernardi on the chest. Half-back flank on the outer side. The Diamond Creek wheels around on the right. High kick in towards the middle. And Carrick takes the mark unopposed. Looks to go back inside, attacking 50 for the Muggers. Over the top of the contest and taking it directly in front. Blackburn looks like she's going to have a shot on goal. 30 out directly in front. Another, another great mark from Ellie Blackburn. That one of a more contested nature, but um, this is something, another thing they could be working on uh, for the rest of the season, making sure they're kicking their goals, taking their chances and, and well, kicking truly. It's something that they didn't do against St Kilda last week. Yeah, absolutely. Blackburn lining up the goal, number three. Comes in, right foot drop punt, oh. looks very good. It was fading to the left, but the umpire returns to the middle and says it's a goal. Blackburn with three. That'll be about 300 fantasy points, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Racking up disposals today too, especially in that first term. That's what set the game up for the Muggers. Absolutely. And, and why the, the voucher was locked up and the, at the uh, quarter siren. <laughs> 14, 11, 95 plays, 1, 1, 7. Uh, and if you have the fantasy points on it, you see it coming to the bench going, no, stay on, you're racking up the points. 14, 11, 95 for Melbourne Uni leading Diving Creek, 1, 1, 7. I don't think anyone saw this coming today. We all tipped nope. uh, Melbourne Uni to win by about three goals. We thought yep. they'd control today, but we didn't yeah, think no. they'd be this devastating. And uh, we'd, I, I suppose what we didn't think was that Diamond Creek would be this bad. Yeah, I mean, we saw some players missing, and we thought, well, still, they'll, they'll 
put in a fight, yep. but just they were caught flat-footed in the first quarter, and that's yep. all she wrote. Umpire with the ball in the middle of the ground. Away we go again, up in the air. Downey wins out against Kears, trying to come through his cardi in the middle of the glue pot. Have fun with that. Goes sliding into the ground, courtesy of uh, Capello, who pushed her into the mud. There's Williams, who kicked it out towards the wing on the broadcast side. Then gets shoved over the umpire's set play on. Hildebrand got a kick away before being dumped and ended up sideways, head first into the ground. Going in there is Berry, who managed to regain her feet, put her on the right boot. Gretsch tried to park herself underneath her, but the ball bounced awkwardly. Danny's dealt with with O'Mahony, and the umpire says, for a kick and O'Mahony gets shoved over by Danny, not liking the attention. Got on the right boot, hidden towards the middle of the ground. Now they're told to get going. Fernardi trying to avoid the group pop. Eva's just caught her cold. Couldn't even get a kick away. And to be fair to her, she had absolutely no one to kick to. And going short with a kick to find Emma Carney. Carney's got McIntosh on. Bit of a worm burner of a kick, but McIntosh picks it up clearly. 48 metres out, tries to spear it towards Ashmore. Went out the back. Here's Berry. She's happy with that. Pumps the air. And 15-11, 101, Melbourne Uni leading Diamond Creek, 1-1-7. Have the Creekers been inside their 450 at all this quarter? Uh... Pete Holden been in twice, uh, went straight back out again. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, a big fan of Deanna Berry. I think she's a, a, a very, very elusive player, very smart. I'd like to see her get her hands on the ball more often. She tackles well, she competes hard, and she's so clever in front of goal. And she times her run uh, to the contest beautifully there, and it's just a, a lovely crumbing goal from the pocket. 94-point lead to the Muggers. Diamond Creek haven't scored in the second half. Downey won her own tap, trying to get it to Moorcroft. He bumped her opponent off the footing. Now they're over the top of the muddy stuff. McIntosh comes in. O'Mahony also there in support. Struggled to collect it off the deck, though. Handball now comes from Hay looking for Kiss. They are geez, slipping and sliding all over the joint. Wilson got it to Hay. O'Mahony wraps up Wilson and we'll get a ball up on the edge of the cricket pitch favouring the muggers. If, if you're uh, the coaching staff of the Eastern Devils, you must be looking back at three weeks ago when they lost that game against Diamond Creek going, geez, did, did we miss the chance to secure our top four spot and seal it there and then? As Kiss gets the tap. Socket forward now for Diamond Creek. Sebold couldn't collect it cleanly. Again, it's on top of the muddy stuff. And it pops out. There's just boots Don't kick it towards the mud. <laughs> Left, right and centre. Moorcroft. O'Mahoney tried to feed the handball out to Stevens. <laughs> the umpire says it wasn't a handball. It was a throw. And a free kick will go the way of Diamond Creek. Away from the mud. Away from the mud. Mm. And, and it's just interesting <laughs> to think that maybe, what was it, a month and a half ago, Diamond Creek, after that loss against the Sharks, um, a couple of weeks after that, ran Darabin close. Yeah, absolutely they did. And he makes you scratch your head looking at the form guy going, you, you can't figure it out. It's a season of highs and lows for Diamond Creek. Yeah, as the kick is in the Brazali direction, she takes a mark in front of our broadcast position. Decides to get on the right boot. Bit of a flat punt in the Kiochi direction. One bounce to the half volley. Hand pass back to Brazali. He's got Hunt on her hammer and's wrapped up. Umpire threw away the whistle. Ball hit the ground and went over the boundary line and out of bounds. So we'll have another throw in. 101 league seven. Melbourne Uni's way. County looks like she's wearing jeans. Ball <laughs> throw back in the play. Ball hit the ground. I think that's just the way she likes it too, Amy To Hunt. And the umpire said it's 15. I reckon they went seven metres. <laughs> but, but Hunt's got it anyway. She gets the right boot. Dangerous kick towards True. Set a half back. Goring takes the mark. Got a player in uh, Eva out there on the wing all by herself. Could build several apartments out there. That's how much space she's got. Takes a bounce on the ground. Then kicks it long yeah, up yeah. to the Anderson yeah. direction. 
Anderson took it in front of Dylan. Now goes in towards forward 50. The kick was ill-directed, though, trying to find Kerrick. Bromley cut it off at half-back for the Creekers. Bromley kick over the top. Oh, Mr. Target. Kerrick now comes in for the Muggers, able to collect it cleanly. Wheels around on the left and taking the mark, Alicia Eva. And that one might not have gone the distance, but it was still paid. 60 out from goal, kick in, board hits up Berry, who wants to move it quickly, top of the goal, square Wilson getting back, oh, it went straight over the top of the contest, and it's rolled over the boundary line and out of play in the broadcast forward pocket, got a Diamond Creek player in a bit of trouble at the top of the goal, square, getting up fairly gingerly, either way, we'll get a boundary throw in, forward pocket on the broadcast side. Ball back into play, Downey, fisted close towards the boundary line, in goes Emma Carney, had to struggle for a couple. Hand pass, coughed up. Capello had it, then lost it. Can see a tackle by Mahoney. And the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. We'll see another throw in. About 25 metres out from Melbourne Uni's goal, going to the Preston Market end. Ball back into play. Downey versus O'Brien. O'Brien brought the ball to ground. Capello had it momentarily. In goes Kerrick, stacks on the pill. And the umpire comes in and calls for yet another ball up 25 metres out for the Muggers' goal, leading by 94 points here in the final quarter. Umpire gets us back underway. Forward pocket on the broadcast side. Ruckwoman missed it. Moorcroft spins her way out of trouble. High kick in the Cameron direction and takes a strong mark in front of McIntosh, one of the few times she's beaten her this afternoon. Cameron goes down along the boundary line high kick, it's three on one in favour of the Muggers, it's tapped over the back trying to run on towards Brazali Hildebrand got there first, gives the handball to Blackburn, defensive side of centre wing on the broadcast side, kick in towards the middle, is going to get stuck in the glue pot works out though in favour of Hay- uh, sorry, Eva who's there for the Muggers the kick though pretty poor and the mark is taken at centre-half back by Diamond Creek. And that's Barton who tries to go in the Brazali direction. Good contest from Hildebrand. Got the fist in there. Ball goes to ground. Brazali jumps over the top of it. Cameron versus McIntosh. Cameron goes in there. McIntosh tries to extract it from her. Hildebrand jumps over the top. Ball up. Around the ground scores. Cranburn lead the yes. Spurs by three points. <laughs> well, we like seeing upsets in the VFL women's. Umpire throws the ball up in the air again. Downey brought the ball to ground. Brazali overran it. In goes Ibrahim trying to kick it off the ground. Kristen Hay is there, pardon me. Kristen Hay just wraps it up their opponent, and the umpire calls for a ball up, and Barton will set ourselves again. 70 metres out from the Muggers' goal, broadcast side. Downey just took the ball out of the but ruck because she realised she had no opponent, and then kicked it in the Kiochi direction versus Stevens. Kiochi tried to slap it forward. Stevens let it go to Hildebrand, who almost ran in the wrong direction, then got on the left boot, who got a kick away before being brought to ground. Over the head of Williams, back there is Moorcroft, shrugged off the tackle, head buff to Kiochi was no good. Ball on the ground, Stevens fighting in hard with Kiochi. Kiochi drags it in, Stevens jumps over the top, and the umpire calls for a ball up right in front of the Creekers coaching bench, centering position. 101 play, 7, Melbourne Uni's way. And Muggers need a goal to get it to 100 points. Stevens doing the ruck work that time around for Melbourne Uni. Blackburn sees it over the boundary line and out of play. We'll get a throw in. Still center wing on the broadcast side. 117 Diamond Creek, 15-11, 101 Melbourne Uni. Third woman up, got the tap that time around for the Muggers. Stevens coming through. Moorcroft, though, mops up, gives it to Williams, who got a handball away. Now a kick around the body, hits up Downey, takes the mark, centre wing on the broadcast side. Downey looks for Gretsch in game 150 for Diamond Creek. Wheels around on the right. It's a high ball, looking for Cameron, running. Gets it on the half volley, no, fumbled, and sees the ball over the boundary line and out of play. 
I'm, I'm not going to comment because <laughs> I haven't got much positive to say about There are special comments in that case by Christy Williams. Thanks very much. Love your contribution. Lucky she brought the cakes. As the ball is brought back in the play, there's Kiochi. Gave a little hand pass away. Look for the one two up against the boundary line. Shrugged off Wilson. Oh, yeah. Kicked it round the corner. Was looking in the direction of Cameron, but the ball came off hands and went over the boundary line and out of bounds. Once again, just going to keep my mouth shut on that one. Yeah, not got, much, not got much positive to say about Cameron's game today. Ball back into play. Richmond brought it to ground. It was taken away by Stevens. Stevens got the hand pass over the top. Crop now got it on the left boot. Up the line, but the mark is taken by Sabol. No, the umpire said it was touch play on. She was shocked. Got the hand pass away. Hit the ground. In goes Williams. Ibrahim with her. And it's all going to be wrapped up as Barton and O'Mahoney jump into the pack as well. We'll call for a ball up. I reckon we've got about 16 and a half minutes into this final quarter. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, sponsors of the Creekers. Umpire throws the ball up in the air again. There's Downey, punches it forward. Gretsch couldn't hang on to it, went back and got it again. Guessed around Elise Hay. Gretsch goes in the coming direction, one bounce to her. Red best by McIntosh, though. Solid today. Gets on the right boot, kicks across the face. No commentator's curse because uh, teammate Goring took the mark and wants to play on, had pound, but decided to go up the line looking for Blackburn in game 50 for the Muggers. Runs away from Danny, goes to Stevenson. Stevenson looking for Blackburn, hand pass under pressure. Got the kick going out towards the wing. Alicia Eva takes the mark. Mark settling out of side. Eva goes down along the boundary line. Pound will take the mark. Has a bit of space. Kick around the body to the half forward flank. O'Brien takes the mark on the outer side. Has a lead on from O'Berry. Ignores that. Decided to play on. Cute kick around the body. O'Mahoney fell at her shins. Anderson goes back in after the footy. Adard there too for Diamond Creek. But mopping up for the oh. Muggers. And a shot on goal that went across the face. And a minor one came there from Kerrick. Muggers move to 15-12-102. Diamond Creek 1-1-7. And as I said a little earlier, they haven't scored in the second half. Cranburn now lead the Spurs by nine points oh. at VU Whitnable Footscray. As the kick is short to Moorcroft. Moorcroft towards the half-back flank. The button under pressure from Hildebrand who made a contest. Berry then popped the Falcon courtesy of Williams. Ball hit the ground. Bailey Hunt laid a tackle. Ball spilled free. Play on's the call. Kicks it up the line. McIntosh in front of Cameron. Oh. McIntosh rebounded off Kiyochi. Gets on the right. Puts it up for Anderson. She'll be lining up for goal number six. And she's coming off for a rest. And why not? Give her a pat on the back. How good's McIntosh been today? Sensational. I'll fill in the gap there for uh, Christy Williams, who's decided not to make any further comments in the broadcast. Anderson directly in front of that, or the oh. laughing gas has got her. 35 metres out. Anderson's kick is away oh, to the left. Yeah. 15 13, 103 Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek 117. 20 minutes gone in the final term here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. We're back again tomorrow, 1 30 for Knox versus Geelong. Oh, the kick in's dangerous. Berry takes the mark. She still can't get a touch. Centres the footy looking for Omar. Mahoney who takes the mark 45 degree angle 40 metres out from goal oh dear no opponent still can't get a touch now player judge best of field last week at Tin Alley in the draw between the Muggers and the Sharks. O'Mahoney comes in. Oh, got too close to the play on the mark. Smothered and then tried to punch it forward. Did O'Mahoney. Moorcroft tries to mop up for Diamond Creek. Sends a handball backwards to Bromley. High kick now out in the direction of Coburn. She's under pressure though. Good pressure being applied by Hay and the Muggers are able to get the turnover. Although coming through, Adard gets a kick in away. 
but it's only into the middle and the Muggers Croft coming through Kiochi though takes the footy but there is no one in front of her has to kick it wide Gretsch takes on that's uh, getting involved Elise Hay they turned it over and Kears gets a kick away and pops it up in the air Stevenson made a contest with Williams but Williams outmarked her got on the right boot towards the half fourth plank position going in the Richmond direction got it has to turn her opponent inside out but no she got caught dropped the ball cold courtesy of Goring close towards the boundary line Frazzale keeps it in for Gretsch Gretsch dropped it Kears tried to kick it off the ground then went back in to try and pick it up couldn't hang on to it Barton got one in the back she's pulled it in dragged it in and the umpire says no for opportunity will call for a ball up Half forward flank for Diamond Creek. Trailing by 96 points. Downey brought it to ground. Barden caught by Blackburn. No high. And the umpire once again calls for yet another ball up. 15-13-103 Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek 1-1-7. Get a ball up. 60 out from goal for Diamond Creek. 15 point lead to Cranbourne over the Spurs. That's a a bit of an upset. At Witten Oval, Smith went past her. Berry coming through, socketed off the ground under pressure from Sebold who goes in after it. Now she's under pressure from O'Mahony. It was a throw out and it will result in a free kick to Ibrahim for the Muggers. And in fact, no, O'Mahony's going to take it. Centre wing broadcast side for the Muggers. O'Brien presented, ignored. O'Mahony given the hurry up. Now is to send it long. And Adard able to take the mark. Defensive side of centre wing for Diamond Creek. Trailing by 96 points here at Preston City Oval. A chip kick over the top. Hits up Barden. Centre wing broadcast side. Creekers haven't scored in the second half. And Barden takes on Ashmore. Got around her. Barden on the boundary line. Looks for Cameron coming across though. Getting a contest involved there was Hildebrand. Cameron mops up, sends it inside, attacking 50, looking for Hicks. Croft punched it out of her hands and over the boundary line and out of play. Forward pocket broadcast side for Diamond Creek. Well, that was a positive for Diamond Creek. Finally, we've seen seen them do so well when they get some ascendancy through the clearances. And it's just a shame they haven't been able to do it more often today. Cameron front posse overran it by Kerrick. Can't pass out the Blackburn. Blackburn now working towards the Wilson direction and takes a mark. I think it's Wilson, or it might be uh, Eva out there. Got mud on one of the numbers, so we can't see. Out to, Bla- out to Carney. Carney now looking for Blackburn or O'Brien. O'Brien to it first. Shovels it out to Blackburn, who goes for a run. Blackburn on the right boot. Ibrahim there, so is Stevenson. Stevenson takes the mark. Forward of centre wing. Gets on the left boot, going to Ashmore. Ashmore takes a mark. They want the 100-point limit before the 25-minute mark. Runs to 48. Ashmore pulls the kick at the last second. Hand in there at the last mark. I think by Dylan spoils it, but it's brought the ground. Berry <laughs> and she'll be having a shot on goal 35 metres oh, out. Absolutely angle. a free kick you want to give away, though. She was very important trip that one. She yeah, was a, a professional free kick, very, very, very professional one at that. Well, remember, and I tipped Diamond Creek not to make the as she oh, goes for the short kick and spots up another target inside uh, the fourth pocket. I tipped Diamond Creek not to make the top four. I think we're going to start troubling with security detail now. Now, because their <laughs> finals chances don't look I very likely. I need to. 
I don't think they're going to win with a 5k rating to their ground now as Wilson comes in in the forward pocket gets close to the player on the mark it's a flat punt towards the top of the goal square Anderson made a contest Ibrahim is there as well hand pass got out the side and Capello just goes for the boundary line the umpire says throw it in and there's the siren it's all over here at Preston City Oval Melbourne Uni 15-13 103 have thumped Diamond Creek 1-1-7 that's a statement isn't it from Melbourne Uni uh, backing up from their draw last week against the St Kilda Sharks, Christy. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So we we called that they needed to make one, and and they did through all facets of the ground as well. They defended well um, when the ball um, came down their way, and obviously the, the battle was won in the midfield clearly. Um, but the forwards were also um, clinical, which is really important as uh, moving forward through the finals. And of course we. Got to give our $50 Rebel Sport Vouch to our player of the day. Is it locked in? <laughs> Please, is it locked in? <laughs> Ali Blackburn, number nine. Game 50 for the Muggers for Ali Blackburn as Coxie goes down the boundary line. He'll jump in when he's got Ali Blackburn. Goal kickers today. How's this? Jess Anderson, late addition to our sheet. Five goals today. Three goals for Ali Blackburn. Two to Ashmore and Carney. Singles to Berry, Stevenson and Pound. For Diamond Creek, Jess Cameron, and that's it. 28 scoring shots to two. And they were, we, we said that they were very, very lucky to get their two scoring shots as well. Their inside 50s um, have only barely... They only just got 20, 27 for the for the game, and uh, the Muggers had 27 in, in one quarter. So that, that tells a story, obviously. I, I think the worrying sign for Diamond Creek out of this game is not just uh, the scoreboard, but and yes, they are missing, as, as been pointed out numerous times, several key senior players. Yep. But at no stage do they look like they could chip the ball around and try and find composure, at least try and take the sting well, and momentum out of well, the they, game. They there was just no structure. But they, they weren't competitive. So. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of the cattle, no matter what cattle you have, you have to be competitive as a football team and show desire to win. And there was there was no competitiveness. There was only a few. Um, I thought, uh, where are we? In the ruck. Um, who was their ruck today, Pete? Uh, Downey. Uh, Downey, that's right. And Downey was a tower of strength. She did amazing work in the ruck and, and did well around the ground. Um, and and Ada, uh worked hard, as she always does, was good in the back line. Um, but that's that's probably it. That's probably the only two that have a pass mark. And Cranburn running away from the Spurs with their victory. Cranburn, 10-6-66, defeating the Spurs, 6-8-44. Big. At, we've seen some really good uh, signs of development from Cranbourne and, and Seaford. It's, it's, it's good to see. It's good for the growth of the competition. And, <laughs> and Ali Blackburn being carried off. And, um, and Coxie, if you get the song first, that's OK, because uh, Ali Blackburn is going to be the uh, centre of it all, I think. As she always is. She's the centre of everything that happens on a football field, isn't she? She's been sensational. Today. She's got management as well because I, I suspect if she's not a marquee player, she'll be at least one of the top draft picks um, going into the National Women's League. The question is, what club will get her first? Oh, she is one that you build a team around. Ali Blackburn, what a performance today. Let's go down to Coxie. She's the player of the day with a $50 voucher. Coxie <laughs> on the boundary line. Jump on in, mate. Thanks very much, Pete. Ali Blackburn down here in her 50th game. <laughs> 
from your teammates there. Yeah, just a little bit. They're giving it to us a fair bit, but no, nah, it's all right. Good of fun with it all. It's good banter. I love them. Congratulations on a brilliant effort today. Three goals in your 50th game. It looked like you're pretty exhausted after that match. Yeah, definitely a bit exhausted. It was a great team effort by them all. Um, yeah, and for myself especially, you know, I make sure I put in hard every game, and, and it helps when you have great teammates around you. It seemed like you came out really attacking in that first term. Was that the message prior to the game to get a good start? Yeah, absolutely. Coming off the back of the prelim last time we played them last year, and they beat us by a point, so I think we had that in the back of our heads a little bit coming into this game, so we definitely wanted to get a good start and, and really put them away early on, and I think we did that very well. And coming off the draw last week to make a statement against the grand finalists from last year, how is important is that in the context of the Muggers season? Yeah, it's very important, especially where the ladder sits and all the other teams. You know, we're pretty, pretty tight coming towards the second half of the year, and we've got a bit of a hard run home, so I think going out today and putting that win on the board definitely uh, puts our print on the competition and gives us good drives moving forward. Well, congratulations again. There's a $50 Rebel Sport gift voucher. Well done in your 50th game and your three goals as well. Cheers, thank you. Back to you, Pete. No, Scotty, see how you go in the room, see if you can get that song, which no doubt they'll probably shower with Gatorade, <laughs> Alec Blackburn, after her performance today. Uh, remind you, this is only the first of two times these two sides will meet. They will meet again on the uh, run home. The other thing that helps Diamond Creek, I guess, being one game outside the five, is obviously tomorrow's game, the Devils versus the Sharks, which they'll be wanting the Sharks to win to help their cause. But they've already played Darabin twice, so they've got that out of the book. That's probably the only saving grace. <laughs> but again, yep. they've got a hell of a lot of work to do based on today's performance. They do, and, and from an individual um, perspective, there's spots up for grabs in the National League, so... Y- the best footballers are the ones that fight for their side, but you've got to fight for yourself. You've got to have pride in your own performance, and you want to make a statement and put your hand up and say, hey, I really want this opportunity. I really want to be part of this league. There's a, there's a number of footballers um, in Diamond Creek who have the ability to, whether they want it enough. We haven't seen that they have today, but it's up to them to prove it for the rest of the season, regardless if they fight, play finals or not. It was interesting. We talk about premiership windows. It's It's been the same core that have taken them to the last four grand finals including a flag, and it's the one thing that I've been raised about, yep. that um, that same call can take you, but you still need others to come through, those new, a new group yep. to help carry the load, and that's probably the only thing we're worried about Diamond Creek. Besides, you know, Cameron's a new player this year, but he said he didn't have a great game today. Downey's a new player. I just keep looking around going, they need another four or five new players to carry the load, yeah. because as we've seen at the Sharks, Chapman, who used to play in the middle of the ground a lot, is now playing on the flanks, and now playing a bit part role, because they've got the new young ones coming through and doing the load. Yeah, you're only as strong as your weakest player, and the weakest player... There we go. You can hear them in the rooms. Here's the muggers. Well, and the coxie there in the rooms, and uh, if any chance you do get um, Emma Carney, the captain, or Andrew Jago, uh, we do have a few minutes, so see if they're happy to uh, have a chat, because uh, for them, you know, they'll be grinning from ear to ear. Uh-huh. 96 points. We've been asking the question, can they put sides away? <laughs> they did it today. Yeah, mate, they actually, we, we talked about them uh, not running out of legs, but... Uh, running a bit heavier in the third yeah, quarter, but they, they lifted yeah. in the fourth. Yeah. They absolutely lifted in the fourth. And um, and it started with the leaders, and it, it started with Blackburn and with Kalani, yeah. who, who 
she must have sensed her teammates, uh, sensed her teammates around her a bit flutter, and she really lifted in the third mm. quarter, um, both with her um, attack on, on on the ball carrier and the, her attack on the ball herself. And if she can carry that through the rest of the season, she is she is a leader by the way that she attacks the game and, and life in in general. Um, and I think, as we mentioned, that you're only as strong as your weakest player, and the weakest players for. Uh, for the muggers today, did a good job, and th- and that's what that's what will stand them in good stead. Yeah, and Mancox was talking about last week against the game against St Kilda, where the muggers came back and you know got that late two goals. We said the muggers are known for if their leg speed more than anything. If they can be a side that can run over the top of sides in the final quarter, that we talked about the game about a psychological type of things. That can be a, a powerful psychological weapon if you if you gain a reputation in the competition of we can run over Absolutely. sides in the final quarter. It makes sides that are only two or three goals up worry of oh my god, have, are we f- further enough in front? Yeah, and but on the, on the flip side of that coin too, and we saw it today in the second half, had Melbourne Uni come up against a, a stronger opposition mm. they would have run out of legs and I think looking at tomorrow's game between the Devils and the Sharks that's the concern because we saw how exhausted the players were after the game last week so that tomorrow's game will be very very interesting in the context of the season Almost time to wrap things up here on girlsplayfooty.com. Uh, of course, they've got the men's game coming straight after this, the Northern Blues versus Geelong Cats game on vfl.com.au uh, from 2 o'clock. Uh, we remind you, of course, of games uh, tomorrow. Um, Seaford versus Darabin at Seaford at RF Miles Reserve. Uh, we should point out in that game, Darabin, obviously red-hot favourites going into that, but Seaford have shown anything this season. They're willing to put up a fight. Yeah, and they've got a lot of spirit and heart, don't they? Yeah. And the attitude of, let's see what happens. They're not... Yeah. They're not entirely fast. It's worked out for them on occasions this season. It hasn't worked out for them, but you'd you'd be expecting a a competitive battle tomorrow. But Hosking is a huge loss for Seaford. She's, well, say quite easily, their best player. A massive loss for them. Not just the way her skills, obviously, are fair way above her teammates, Mm. but her her attack on the footy, um, she really does personify, I guess, the way that Seaford do attack the game, and it is a shame that she'll miss the rest of the season, but all you can all you can want from them is to be competitive, and they have every time they've got on the field this season, which Diamond Creek were today, so they could take a leaf out of Seaford's book, to be honest. The RUOK match uh, being played, a, a, a fundraiser for the RUOK Day Foundation uh, between the St Kilda Sharks and the Eastern Devils tomorrow, 2 o'clock at the Peanut Farm Reserve in St Kilda. That game will be streamed live, a video stream on vfl.com.au. Third versus fourth Boy, this game got big. If St Kilda need to win to keep in touch with Melbourne Uni, who have now just stretched the percentage a bit further, the Devils need to win because if the Devils win, they put that two-game gap on Diamond Creek. And considering Diamond Creek's percentage would have been damaged today, mm. that might just be enough for the Devils. And I reckon, uh, as I said before, I reckon St Kilda are going to be tired. So if this is, if this is the Devils' chance. They've, yeah. they've got an opportunity and they need to grasp it with both hands. And for the Sharks, of course, uh, after that hard hit out, boy, you know, it could either be let's cement a spot in the four or all of a sudden then they're the one in the hot seat. It just just keeps, ahead of Creek. keeps the door ajar, doesn't it, if, uh, if they go down tomorrow, the Sharks? If the Sharks lose tomorrow, then again, like with Diamond Creek, we say round 15's D-Day. Yeah. Sharks versus Creekers at uh, the Peanut Farm. Um, and then, of course, the game, which will be on girlsplayfooty.com for 1.30pm tomorrow. Knox versus Geelong. It'll be an interesting situation because Geelong flogged Knox last time, even though Knox got the early jump. 
um, Mox will have seven or eight players from other VWFL clubs playing for them. We know the last time that happened, they were competitive against Seaford and, and they've become a bit more competitive against sides. So up against the Geelong team, I mean, Geelong would go in favourites, but you wonder well, what type of knocks will we see tomorrow? Yeah, you hope a competitive one, considering yeah. they're both former Division One clubs, even though Geelong did give them a touch-up earlier in the year. But you just hope, as Katie alluded to uh, a couple of weeks ago, on the broadcast, or in fact it might have even been, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, that so long as they keep making little improvements, and even though, yes, they're bringing these players in, so long as they can just continue to garner some of that positivity, and that's what they need in the back half of the season because it's going to make it pretty tough and, for them. And the dimensions of the ground bring bring either te- any team closer together mm. um, in the context of, obviously, it pushes it further apart for a team like Darabin, but that's what could... I'm just having a look here. The creek is still out on the ground, and Tanya Hetherington is having a, a, a long, long yep. chat to him, and there's a lot of concerned faces. Yeah, I, I think, and we've touched on it a lot, and I can't harp on it enough, is the worry the worry that it wasn't skill execution, execution that lost in the game. It was a lack of run. It was a lack of heart that lost in the game, and that's much more worrying for a coach, that she, she doesn't need to fix that mistake. She needs to garner some spirit and, and get her leaders to to get these teammates believing that they're a chance. Especially when the trademark of the Diamond Creek side has been that hard. Yeah. That wasn't there today. No, even if they got flogged, but let's say they kicked three or four late ones in the second half and showed a bit of spirit, you could say, OK, rough day at the office, but OK, there were some sides not to score at all in that second yeah. half. You know, it just, you know... And particularly, as we said, Melbourne Uni were looking maybe a little flat that third quarter. They didn't get most of their dividends. And as I said, they just didn't hold structure today. The matchups just weren't there. It was just one of those days where you wonder, what do you do? Do you need to address it? Or is it one that you just go, that was the day, it's gone, it's out of the memory, just move forward? Because it's weird. They come up against Knox next week, which they'd be favourites to win against Knox. And it would, and if they do win and win cup against Knox, it gives them a false sense of where they're at. Now, I, I think heads need to roll. If you, people need to be. You, you, you can't just coast into the, mm. the best clubs and and Box Hill's a, a great example. Have grades coming through where if you're not yeah. performing, tough. Yeah. You can't just expect a spot in a side, and and that's something that they need to look at because if you don't want to be out there, there's going to be someone else that does, and it looks like she's still talking and she's. And there's Shay Wardley's getting uh, very... And, God, they really could have done with her yeah, today. Uh, and to be, to be, yeah. a, be a fly on the wall tonight, they've got their big yep. shuffle party, their big fundraiser, which is normally a night they're very jovial and bouncing around. Well, I hope the, that they are, because yeah. you need footy... At the end of the game, at the end of the day, it's just a game, and you need to say, yeah. look, we just need to have fun and, and enjoy each other's company, because there was no support today. If, if someone was out in the wing and, and competing for the ball, she was one out against four muggers, and the muggers got all around each other and you saw how happy they were for Blackburn as they chaired off the field and they weren't supporting their teammates today so I hope tonight that they can just relax have a few frothies and enjoy one another's company and understand what it means to be part of a team and what it means to, to win so that wraps things up again. Goal kickers for today. Anderson kick five for Melbourne Uni. Blackburn three. Two each to Ashmore and Carney. Singles to Berry, Stevenson and Pound. Cameron the lone goal kicker for Diamond Creek. The final score, 15-13-103 to 1-1-7. Melbourne Uni, big winners today. And in the other game, which was played at a VU Witten Oval in Footscray between Granburn and the VU Western Spurs. Final scores in that game. Granburn 10-6-66 and a boil over beating the Spurs 6-8-44. Wow.
Well, Christy, thank you very much for your special comments. We look forward to your company again soon, whenever you're available. Yeah, for next work. week. Excellent. Pen- next pen- week. Pending legal action. <laughs> and, and any uh, physical altercations <laughs> in the car park. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, hey, you know, your word's not mine, mate. Your word's not mine um, for next week's game, which um, I think is on the Sunday. I think it might be Darabin St Kilda, I think. So if it is... I think you might be right there, Pete. If it is, that'll be a cracker of a game. Coxie, thank you for your company. We report to your company in 24 hours from yeah. now. Uh, now Shorts Reserve one turner. Is it my understanding that there could be an elusive special guest that's recovered <laughs> from the Windy Hill flu joining us tomorrow in the <laughs> commentary position? Daniel Hill and the Banter Brigade <laughs> will be uh, live at, at Shorts Reserve one turner. Just a short drop punt from Christy Williams' place, which will rate her fridge on the way through to the ground. <laughs> There's lots of beers in there. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much to the boat that you want, Peter Holden. It's been great having you company here on girlsplayfooty.com radio until next week until 1.30pm tomorrow where I'm at for Knox versus Geelong it's bye for now